Live from the lands between, it's Super Gamecast 2. Now here's your host, Bronson Fiore. What is up, everybody? It's, we are in the land of tomorrow, the year 2023. I am Bronson Fiore, joined by the always awesome Aaron Reynolds. Technically, I think the lands between, like in terms of time, would be between Christmas and New Year's, because that always feels like a weird time that doesn't exist. It always feels like just a wasteland of no productivity. Like, <laughs> at, at work, we got like a multi-million dollar case in on the Friday before New Year's Eve, and I'm like, what jerk submitted this? <laughs> <laughs> Do they not know? Asshole. Come on. Yeah, like, what fucking asshole did this? <laughs> you know, like, oh my god. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, and then, of course, our mod mommy, the lovely Emily Hulslander. Happy New Year, you beautiful, beautiful nerds. And uh. our uh, very own HR ninja, Jesse Pewitt. It was a poorly timed sip of coffee. Hello, good morning, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're starting a new year off right. Yes. More professionals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, truly. Um, oh, my goodness. How are y'all doing? Um, I'm doing better now, but man, I had a pair of weeks. Like, everything after Christmas, except for New Year's Eve with my girlfriend, kicked my ass. <laughs> like just between getting sick and some work stuff and like just oh oh yep it's uh, it's been it's been a hell of a time let me tell you um, I know glad that both of I, you are feeling better because both of you have been having issues right that's right yeah. Sick, yeah. man I forgot about that yeah no that was awful that was so bad and you Holy so bad you blocked it it's just. Uh, <laughs> I to put, the um, therapist is going to unlock that experience like three years from now <laughs> oh no <laughs> the funny uh, thing to me is like I got sick before going to San Francisco and then like a week and a half after going to San Francisco yeah uh, well I guess it's a sign I just need to go move to San Francisco <laughs> right yep <laughs> oh uh, I, I got friends there that are trying so hard. They're just like, man, we're going to have that basement apartment open soon. We can rent that out to you guys. I'm just like, I'm good. <laughs> um, yeah, if you, if you pay me properly, sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Well, hey, uh, we're, we're this is kind of a uh, looking back show. Yeah. You know, we're going to be looking back at like what happened in 2022 and then our favorite games of 2022. Before setting up for another probably really depressing year of video game news. Oh, yeah. You know it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. If anyone wants to check uh, the, the Twitch stream, I have a little little bit of fun happening here uh, over on video. Oh. This is... Oh, man. <laughs> this is us streaming in January of 2022. Oh Look at us doing yeah. our thing. Oh, look at us. <laughs> little babies. Shh. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, and we're still here. Right, that was that was before I was working at Microsoft. Yep. Yes, it was. That was weird. That's yeah, very we're weird. Still uh, willing to wear those Microsoft shirts before you got disenfranchised? Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I still do wear them. It's just it like it's. He's happy old. about the Xbox division. 
yeah, I mean, yeah. Cool. They're, they're doing yeah. great. It's, those are separate uh, divisions, right? It's fine. They are. Like, <laughs> uh, straight up, in our, like, CRM queues, like, there's, like, 80 fucking million different queues, and you, like, only have access to the ones you can work on. But, like, yeah, there's... Yeah, it, it's... Mm, there, there's a million different parts of this company. <laughs> you know, right. Which makes sense, because it's fucking Microsoft. Yeah. Um, you know, but they, man, they are a clusterfuck. Uh, so. I, I I was trying really hard to make my long hair work then, and I just didn't have it. But I didn't realize it then, because that's all I had. And here it is, just like 90s energy happening with this with this haircut. Yeah, I'm like, like, at. Saying, like, like <laughs> you need some flannel in your... Yeah. For the, for, yeah, like, I know the audio people won't be able to get this. I'm going to no. describe it. Aaron... Aaron in this looks like he is a member of a boy band. Yeah. Didn't we make that joke on that episode? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Yes. Late uh, 90s, early 2000s boy band kind of look. You know, that's not the first Mbop reference I've heard this week. It's real hot right now. I enjoy how it looks like my room and Jesse's room have barely changed. Yep. Look, when you when you perfected it, like what are you supposed <laughs> yeah. to do? Yeah. You know? You you add more game system boxes as they come out. That's <laughs> right. In my case. Of course. Oh you know, my PS5 goodness. Pro PS5 Pro this year, right? You put that box there. There we go. Oh, God, yeah. I hope not. <laughs> Me too. Fuck. Oh. Especially now because you can actually get one. Uh I know that that that's gonna be a quick news story right now is Sony says the shortage is over. Yeah, made it oh, official, shit. I guess. I yeah, don't know. I think they hit 22 million consoles sold. Ooh, well, really? you you can I can you can go if you have a PlayStation account, you you can log on to their website right now and order any of them except for the digital edition. That's so interesting. Order, yeah, so and you can, can order the God of it might work. Nice. Yeah, and then I mean we'll check Best Buy. I don't think I, I don't think Best Buy, but like yeah, if you're willing to order directly through Sony, you can get the God of War bundle or just the console right now for Wow. Okay, either, that's either it. one is a good deal. Uh, I mean, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, we're checking Best Buy. It's loading. You can get the God of War bundle right now at Best Buy. They will fucking you can do it right now. It won't be to your house for ten days, but you can order it. Okay. Hey. I mean that's still a dub at the know? intended price finally nature, nature is healing because <laughs> the console market is returning back to normal oh god oh uh, fuck so uh yeah all right well i figure we'd hit some of the major news stories uh yeah. for, for for what happened last year uh take two interactive bought zynga for some reason uh, uh they still yeah. relevant um, um, I, I recently <laughs> I recently looked it up and Farmville 3 is a thing um, well, I didn't even know there was Farmville 2 there was a there, Farmville 2 that uh, was like 3 years ago was that 3 years ago I want to say Farmville 2 was 3 years ago okay I well don't know. I've lost I've lost track of time well sh- yeah that. same uh, shocker Farmville 3 looks nothing like Farmville it in fact looks like every single other mobile game that is trying to extract premium currency from you um, yeah. yeah 
so hey, yeah. Huh. Mike, Microsoft buys Activision Blizzard for $69 billion. We are still like deep still in, in the news on that with FTC getting involved so, uh, yeah so the reason thing i heard about that is if the if they can get the european union to agree with it with concessions they're just gonna they're just gonna close in the u.s take the lawsuit and just offer the ftc whatever they give europe whatever whatever that fine is yeah huh. just the cost of doing business yep, yep. pretty much yeah that fine's not gonna be anywhere close to you know what they oh, gain yeah. from it so <laughs> Yeah, so, no, I, I already knew that this shit was going to happen. <laughs> like, I already knew. Uh, I mean, you know, I always thought like this, the line of argument, like we've we've talked about this a number of times for anyone who's listening to this, who's listened to this podcast for a while. I'm sorry, but it's like on one hand, like I'm not happy about games going exclusive, which is if that if that doesn't happen immediately with certain Activiz games, uh, it will down the line. Um, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, Sony has been kind of doing these same shenanigans, just not with big, big money, not nearly as big is the difference. Yeah. Right. Like this, this is the fight that has been happening for a good long while. And, uh, you know, it's the next step of that. I would like it to stop, but like, I don't see any reason that I don't see any reason for this to stop based on what's happened before. It's not gonna. It's, it's, yeah. Is the is the long and short of it is it's not gonna. Yeah. Um, and speaking of acquisitions, uh, two weeks later, uh, Sony would buy Bungie. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, Which is a good Ta- get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that was, that's smart. Sony has been saying we really want to extend their live service games business. Yep. And they and are best way to do it is with Bungie. Yep, they have a very, 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 very popular live service game, uh, and they are have made, and they were the people. I don't know how many of those people are still there, but they are what made to Halos. Yep, and to Halos technically was a live service game, so there you go. Yeah, uh, the New York Times acquired Wordle for a seven-some figure. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. The whole Wordle stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a trend for like a stop playing that. <laughs> uh, that happen? Yeah. Let's see. I need to Embrace find the movie the- version of that again. There, yeah, there's the uh, one where you like get a scene from a movie and then you try to guess what the scene is and then you, it shows you look up at another one, one image. And- yep. It's oh, good. Yeah, so, we yeah. did that. Yep. That that reminds me uh, of a pair of YouTube games I played. Uh, one with Stella, one with uh, some friends in San Francisco, where it would play like 10 seconds of an anime theme and you had to guess what anime it was. 10 seconds oh. is generous. Or it would play, or it would show you a screenshot from a video game and you would have to guess the video game. Yeah. Okay. So oh, God. I completely dominated that one. <laughs> sure. a, general, a general music one where it starts out with a second of music. Mm-hmm. And then you get another second up to 10 seconds to guess what the song is. My favorite songs are the ones that have nothing playing for the first three seconds. <laughs> yep. Like, oh, what do I cool. do? All right. Fuck. Fuck. So Dark Horse Comics was in, was bought by Embracer Group. Oh, sure. Epic, oh, yeah. Games, Epic Games bought Bandcamp. That was weird. Embracer yep. Group acquired Beamdog. 
Um, huh. I, I just, I, there's a lot of acquisitions on this list, people. Yeah. For those of you who want to know who Beamdog is, they made Baldur's Gate 1 and 2. Like the uh, and, oh. and Planescape Torment and their newest game, Mythforce, that came out this year, which is like a roguelike FPS game. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was pretty uh, good. It didn't make my list, but it was pretty good. Yeah. EA, EA withdrew its uh, from the license with FIFA after nearly 30 years. That's right. Uh, finally, some good news. QA testers at Raven formed a union. Yes. Good. Um, let's see. Uh, Nintendo announced that the eShop for 3DS and Wii U will be shut down in March of this year, 2023. Mm. Mm-hmm. Buy those games. Uh, once again, Embracer Group brought bought Tripwire Interactive limited run games and exclusive rights to Middle Earth intellectual property for video games and board games. That is unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, NetEase acquired Quantic Dream. Nobody cares. They're terrible. Um, so, uh, Sony Interactive acquired Savage Game Studios as their first mobile development studio. Okay. Yeah, I, don't, Google, I don't know if you've got it in your list, but uh, do you have more stuff about NetEase in your list? No. Like the Yakuza director going over to NetEase. Oh, yes. I don't uh, have that, actually. A ton of, ton of like high-profile game devs have gone over to NetEase. Weird. Follow the money. Gotta follow it. Wherever it goes. Right, so... Uh, all right. So Google announced Stadia will be shutting down on January 18th. I'm sure everyone's happy about that. Yep. Yep. Uh, this one was wildly depressing. Uh, even more so for our group. Jeff Gersman left Giant Bomb. Uh, not even like not even left. Got kicked out. Got fired from his own yep. company. Yep. Um. Such on top bummer. of that. Uh, fandom would go on to acquire GameSpot, GameFact, Giant Bomb, and Metacritic for one tenth of what they were valued at, or when they first sold. Yep, that that whole I wonder how that whole operation's going now because I hmm. I I went because uh, I I I love Giant Bomb's Game of the Year stuff. They were the best game of the year in the business, and even that's not the same, man. Well, no, it's not. It's, it's hardly any of the same people. Like. Well, not, certainly, not, certainly not the people that were responsible for making it what it was. Not, not only that, but they don't even have the guest top tens anymore. Well, no, no. They they just have their top tens and like that shitty and like there's nothing on this website that's like content that I would give a shit about. Mm-hmm. Especially now, like I like some of these people. Like Jess is great, and yeah, Ben Riker's fantastic, and so is Rory. But it's there are individuals at this that I really, I really like. But like mm-hmm. as a person, but like given the way that whole thing imploded, like I can't, I can't bring myself to to support it <laughs> as a no. as an entity, yeah. especially with the keeping the name like that. I don't know, just wrong. Keeping it's the not, keeping the the, the, the the library of content that they've that the old people made is just. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I'm happy that that stuff still exists and goes somewhere. Yes, that, yes. Uh, it, it, but rather than shutting it down and it goes, it's like, I, I have to rely yeah. on like Drew Scanlon to have some server somewhere. It's like, all right, upload it all. Yeah, like, like it's not like old. Like, if you want to find a lot of old GameSpot stuff, you just have to depend on the goodwill of people on the internet. Yep, and that's super shitty. Yep. So, so I am glad it exists somewhere, but like, damn man, it's a bummer. 
Yeah. Um, Whoa, Ash Pendragon with 525 hey. bits. Whoa, Thanks for the bits. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Hope you're having a lovely 2023. Indeed. Ah. Uh, anyway, I've been enjoying Nextlander and Jeff Gersman's solo channel. Yes, I've been enjoying the Jeff Gersman show and Nextlander. I actually listened to Nextlander's game of the year this year. It was very good. Oh, nice. Good. Um, I I still want them and Jeff to do some stuff together eventually. I know. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> I'm just like, please. <laughs> you know, I know you're not going to get the band back together, but please. Just, I, 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 I let, give them time to, to operate on their own. And then when the time is right, they can do some crossover stuff like once a month or something. Yes. Get right to ideal. the hot spot again. Uh, yeah fucking fuck yes i love that theme <laughs> yeah um, ridiculous right, um ash pendragon stuck at work wah, wah. Um, sorry God. glad we can be I of service for at least a few minutes i haven't worked i haven't you know it's funny i haven't worked a sunday in eight years nice good yeah good shit keep it down uh, Meta acquired Armature Studio and Twisted Pixel Games. Uh, for those of you who don't know who those fine folks are, Twisted Pixel made the Metal Gear collection for Vita. Uh, the, oh, unfinished, okay. the Unfinished Swan, Borderlands the Handsome Collection. They did a bunch of ports, basically. Oh, Explosion yeah. Man. They did Explosion Man. Right? Oh, my God. No, that's... Ar- they- no, that's uh, sorry, sorry. I was listing Armature. Twisted Pixel did, yes. They did Explosion Man. Comic Jumper, The Maw, The Gun Stringer, Miss Explosion Man, Loco Cycle, and then a bunch of stuff you've. That's right. About. That's right. Interesting picks for yeah. your VR, I assume, platform. Yeah. Okay. Um, the second incarnation of G4 was shut down by parent company Comcast, uh, uh, Comcast less than a year after its relaunch in 2021. When it was revealed that when, no one knows it, what to do with G4. <laughs> right? It's what happens when you don't know what you're doing. It, it's Pretty much. It, like, God damn it, guys. This was not, this assignment was not hard. Well, like, nope. it, it, it was literally just make boom. It's do this show. <laughs> That's but it. with Adam and Kevin and like, just really keeping that vibe. Yeah. It's basically do this show with the old people and also with money. Yeah, that's it. That's all you had to do. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, that, like the best part of that network were the interviews on Attack of the Show. Like on this uh, on the second iteration, the interviews were really good, but everything else was just like why garbage. Well, yeah, and you got a lot of random YouTubers, and it's like why would I go watch the Completionist here when I can just go watch the Completionist on his own shit. You know, like I watched I, the completionist, you know, like why would I, you know, like so many of these are weird and just. Yeah, um, I don't know, it's it, it it's it was sad to watch this and then, uh, you know, they, they had Scott the Waz doing a show on here for a while and that was also interesting. Did they ever uh, dip into doing reruns of their old episodes? Like that would have been that alone no, would have been so. great if they had yeah, just I don't if think they, they made did that. they could have made G four a twenty four hour channel 
and mostly rerun stuff and then they pop in for their live stuff for like a half hour or an hour that fits in kind of well with this while also like talking about current games or whatever and then go right back to it like well i i, I think it has to be what they were doing networked right because they they had network syndication they were on yeah they have the, yeah they, they they had a fucking network going right and they, yeah, they were on have, they were on tv on cable so like i imagine that's what they had to be doing but they weren't <laughs> doing that on twitch or youtube or any of their streams which is where right. the audience for G4 is. That is, right, yeah. So. Yeah, like, in November of 2021, it announced that airings of select episodes of the web series Scott the Waz would air on G4 in one-hour blocks. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, sure. Yeah, like, like, which, you know, I like Scott. He does some funny, interesting content. But, like, really? Like, th- that's your play? Yeah. Like really? Uh, I always okay. get confused with Scott the Wa- Scott Wozniak, right? But that's also the name of the Apple guy, Scott Wozniak. Is that? Uh, yes, that is correct. Okay, so they're, I'm not, I'm not wrong to be confused. You're not. Uh, yeah, the, not the, the, no, no. there's the Apple guy, and then there's the web then YouTuber. There's this guy. The YouTuber who is really into Nintendo and some other stuff. Right. Yeah, who's also like, like really into Apple because he shows Apple a lot on his YouTube channel, which only adds mm-hmm. to the confusion. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that's just part of the branding. But yeah, so and he's been yeah he's been very popular, and it just you know it just seemed like a weird thing, you know. And then the the real funny part is when the network relaunched at six a.m. They did a marathon of the original Ninja Warrior, followed by a very special G four holiday reunion. And then, uh, yeah, so there's that. Yay. Um, let's see what else is going on here. BattleBots. I think BattleBots uh-huh. actually exists somewhere right now. It so. does, yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, so this is what it says. Several factors led to the discontinuation, ranging from lower viewership, a lack of audience strategy, ever-changing and absent leadership, competition with streaming content creators on YouTube, Twitch, and cord-cutting and high expenditures. G4 Select will be removed from Pluto TV on October 19th. What? Uh, during an episode of Attack of the Show. Yeah, it was apparently on Pluto TV as well. That that that, that uh, seemed yeah. like a good idea. It does. The the network fully sunsetting on October 21st, uh, ending two minutes into Smosh. Uh, apparently Smosh was on there. I, I don't even know okay. that. Wow. Yeah, you want to talk about dated things from the internet. I and mean, you know, yeah. The last network to fully discontinue them was Fios on November 18th, two days after their first, or two days uh, after the first anniversary. Damn. Yep. I cannot believe they were air. Like, man, I feel like the 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 fucking setup for this seems so easy, right? Like, it seems just like just lean into the fucking millennial nostalgia, and they didn't. If anything, they did the opposite. They had uh, they they brought Adam Sessler, Kevin Pereira. They were in, and they were there, but Mm -hmm. they didn't lean in all the way, like. Oh man, I don't know. Maybe yeah. hindsight's twenty twenty. Also, but also like at the time it launched, we also assumed that they had a plan, and then yeah, absolutely. Over yes. time, they did not. They, they, they obviously became didn't. apparent. 
Man. And and I think you look at that Comic-Con panel and that was a perfect case of like you That's know, right. You, that Comic-Con panel was like confusing. What? Yeah. yeah, like like you don't know like none of these people are the original people and then like even the people who are here like the only one I've ever heard of was the completionist and like you know cuz you need like if you could in theory do the new content route, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You 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 could in theory do that, but you would also have to get people who actually matter. Mm-hmm. You know. And you didn't do that either outside of Xavier Woods, but he's busy with other shit. Yeah, he's like, busy with other stuff. You you could do it with, with new people, but they have to be like up to snuff. Like, you know, yeah. the, the way they, they introduced Jess in the giant bomb, I think Jess was a fit like pretty damn well. And, and like, I wish they were still doing in, you know, in-person stuff because Jess on the couch with everyone else, I think, would have been a perfect fit. Yeah. And that and Jan, you know, was introduced as a producer at Giant Bomb. He was a great fit. Like those two together are fantastic. Like again, that goes back to in-person stuff. I think they would have really benefited from from all of that. And G Four, if they had played their cards right, they could have done that as well. Because that's what it seems like. Adam Sessler and Kevin, they were they wanted to kind of leave. It was in their mind a temporary thing from the get-go. Um, it was about like trying to start the next generation of G4. Um, it yep. just did not seem like they had much of a plan for that beyond like the completionist was there. And I mean, they, they seem to be grabbing some people, but like Xavier Woods was never going to be that person. Like WWE comes first for him, you know? And, and like the, the problem is, is also when you grab a really big name, like even the completionist big, mm-hmm. he's the, like, people are just going to think, Oh, the completionist is on your thing. This isn't your thing. Right. Like yeah. you're going to create, get a content creator who's going to continue making their own stuff. Uh, and then you're just going to pull them into this. Like, yeah. Nah. Um, not going to work. Wonder if Aaron Hansen would have been into doing some G4 stuff. He'd still be making his own stuff. So people would just be watching that stuff. But, um, that's a personality. I think, I think that would have been strong enough. I think that you would have had to get someone who was willing to just leave and be on G4. And, and that's the thing. I don't, yeah. And I don't know. Like, you would have to pay someone. Because, like, Scott the Waz isn't a bad choice to do that, but you'd have to pay him a whole shit ton of money to stop doing Scott the Waz for mm. himself. Yep. Uh, so. Is there's that. Is still making content? Is he still doing Game Grump stuff? Uh, yeah, I believe so. I'll check. Hold on. Yeah, I don't know if he's doing game grubs, but I know he's just all over the place doing a bunch of things. Oh no, he, yeah. he literally he was on a game crumbs video that went live an hour ago. Nice. Okay. okay. All right. So playing yeah. another Wheel of Fortune on the Super Nintendo. Wants to be a mil- who wants to be a millionaire speed run. Yep. Yep. Um. Yeah. <laughs> just sounds stupid. Just like hit buttons. Yeah. Sounds like a science so. experiment. Just hit buttons and on your Who Wants to Be uh-huh, a Millionaire uh-huh. game and just how many run how many runs does it take to get to a million? Just set up set up uh, a turbo uh, controller. Yeah. The thing, yeah. The thing that I find most interesting is they're really not doing like LPs anymore. Really? Also sucks, been, yeah. And they've also been doing a lot of videos with uh the completionist for whatever reason. I mean, Man, you know, the that dude completionist gets around. was yeah, completionist does, was yeah. part of Normal Boots, which was where uh, 
John Tron and Peanut Butter Gamer and a few others were at, mm-hmm. and Completionist was the only one that emerged from that unscathed. So that's like one degree from Game Grumps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm literally trying to find their last like full Let's Play, and I just like I'm like yeah, it's that's a shame. That goof that goof troop Let's Play is yeah, I know. legendary. It's so good. Like every everybody knows uh, about uh, that one. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know if they they have finished it, but they did start an LP of Elden Ring, and got uh, yeah they got the, so they did it in 25 episodes. Okay. Uh, and wow. they did Danganronpa two. But yeah, their last LP episodes went live seven months ago. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's weird. Maybe. Just to chill for a minute, for those of you that haven't played Danganronpa 2, you need to play all three Danganronpa games. <laughs> yes. Uh, I yes, watched someone play the first same. one. It was entertaining. <laughs> um. So, all right. Well, next up on the news docket was uh, Square sold Eidos. Finally, yeah. Got rid of that shit. Oh, uh, yeah. And then John Carmack was like, hey, Facebook is a shit show. I'm out of here. Man. I'm not yeah. VR. They are not wrong. Oh. Uh, uh, as for some other notable things, uh, the game industry was very big on supporting Ukraine. They raised mm-hmm. a whole fuck ton of money for the Ukraine. Um, some notable deaths um, in the industry include uh, Scott Benny, developer and writer for multiple role-playing games, including the Fallout series. The lead developer on Fantasy Star and Skies of Arcadia. Mm. Uh, Bernie Stoller, the man who would uh, basically kill the Sega Saturn and start the Dreamcast on its death march. (laughs) Um, uh, Rob Smith, editor for PC Gamer. Mm. passed away kevin conroy of course the voice of batman passed away yeah real bummer there um and those were kind of the really big ones oh and then the co-founder of razor uh oh, wow. at age 81 Woo. uh passed away as well wow Damn. so yep um then finally we had some hardware releases the only real and notable one being the steam deck in february yeah and yeah that was it that was the that was the year of news uh now yeah so it it was a fucking kind of a bummer of a year man kind of honestly yeah um consoles were impossible to get just constant bad news fucking Oh, so much oh. controversy going on. Lots, I, yeah. So much. I felt like every week I logged on to do this show, and I was just like, "All right, how is the world fucked this week?" Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. That's basically how I feel. Yeah. Doing this show, like, okay, what kind of shit show are we dealing with in the news? Yeah, <laughs> every week. Fucked up what? That's why yep. I try and find the nice news stories, but man, they don't pop up often. They don't. Um, um, Sucks. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we played a lot of video games this past year. Mm-hmm. Collectively. Co- yes, collectively. I actually, you know what, I looked and... Hold on, how many games did I play this past year? I played a pretty fair amount of video games. Uh, the first half of the year I found to be a little bit rough. If I remember correctly. 
that may just be because Elden Ring came out and like that just dwarfed every other announcement. Yeah, yeah, it did. So I played a total of twenty nine games this year. Wow. Okay. Damn. Nice. Um. Yes. How do you track that? What do you mean? Are you tracking it? How do you know you played twenty nine games? I went and every time I played more than two hours of a video game, I wrote it on a Word document. Okay, so you're manually tracking. That's a good idea. Bronson's thinking about game of the year starting yeah, in right. January. <laughs> starting January one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this year, I have not played any new video games, and I looked at the release calendar. I'm like, man, I'm not even playing any new video games for a while. Yeah, I, I um, get to go through my backlog. Yeah, right? I, 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 thank God. Deep I dug deep into cyberpunk uh, this past weekend. Um, nice. It was nice. Uh, so, but we're going to, so what we did is we are going to each individually present our top 10 lists and why we liked those 10 games and uh, ask each other questions or discuss those 10 games. Uh, I imagine there, I actually think there's not going to be a whole lot of crossover this year. I think uh, maybe not. Probably right. Uh, like I, I, from what I know of what we were all really into, uh, yeah. Like I think there will be a little bit, but not much. But uh, because Emily uh, does not have the new systems or a PC, she uh, we kind of make an exception for her. Uh, hers is gonna be of the top ten best games she played this year. So uh, the rest of us are twenty twenty two. She is. Uh, you know, a little bit of 2022 games. with mostly previous games. Yes. Previous so, games. Uh, Emily, open us up. What's your number 10? Overwatch 2. Oh, that was this year. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I actually didn't put that one on my list. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not... It's not on my... Uh, it's not on my fucking list of... It's not going to be on my top 10, but I do like to track every game I played. Uh, so, Emily, is this ordered? Uh, huh? or is, this, is this ordered or unordered? Uh, it is ordered. Are... Okay, ordered. So, so yeah. is this 10? Yeah. Right, it's coming in at 10. <laughs> yeah, 10. Overwatch All right. 2. Alright. Great game. Really Actually, good game. Actually, was a good little, like, ease into shooters. Yeah. Which, for yes. those that know me, I don't do shooters all that well. Right. At all. It's a it's a very good for that. I think if you are someone like me, who that has been one of your primary genres forever, it feels a little too contained. Yeah. Because I feel like I am so beholden to my teammates' performance and I fucking hate it. <laughs> uh, right. Teamwork. I feel it. I feel you. Yeah, because like in Call of Duty, like on Call of Duty, I go on a 30 kill run and fucking just dominate. Yep. Like my team will probably win mm -hmm. no matter how. Yeah. Like, as long as the rest of the team doesn't too, perform too poorly. But, like, if one person on my Overwatch team is not performing, we're probably going to lose. Yeah. It's like, fuck. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. So. so, so, uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on Overwatch 2, Emily? I mean. How you enjoyed it. One of my best friends who I play D&D with is a big Overwatch nerd. Okay. Like, his main is, I think, McCree. Or no, 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 no. His main is um Reinhardt. Oh, okay. Nice. Like, that's his true main. Okay. Um, so I'm like, eh, whatever, it's fine. And then I'm like, yeah, I'll 
I'll dip my toes into it. Yeah. And I had I had fun. So not as much fun as I have with all the other games on my list. It was a game I definitely booted up and was like, this is cool. I like looking so. at it. I mean, so. visually, yes, it's very I like. Pretty. I really like looking at it. That's <laughs> what very, I have to say. It's a very pretty game. <laughs> I really, it's, you know, I, I like the character designs and all that. I hear, mm-hmm. like, I just recently this week, like, went on, like, it's like our all of Reddit and Overwatch is like, any of you guys miss Overwatch 1? And everyone's like, yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Just due to like their systems and shit that they do in terms of like uh microtransactions and rolling out cosmetics and things like that. Um Battle but, Pass is bullshit, but yeah, I, yeah. I digress. <laughs> you know, the the one thing that stands out about Overwatch to me, and it's not even related to Overwatch, but it, Overwatch is included. Uh like five or six years ago I walked into a Burger King and all the TVs were playing this esports tournament of Overwatch. Yeah, huh. and I was like, "Is this really like this? Is this really is this real life? On, like, what the was fuck? on ESPN? It was the weirdest freaking thing." <laughs> nice. I was like, what? Why? I just came in here for a whopper. I don't know. <laughs> uh, what the uh, shit? Uh, well, Overwatch. Uh, the thing I find hilarious about Overwatch is like, I find it at its most fun when it's like mega casual and like Blizzard yeah. and its community is just like we're making it into an esports. And I was like, "Fucking why?" What is the fucking obsession with this garbage? Money. Uh-huh. Yeah, money. Oh. I played ranked right. once and this dude was like, if you... I died. And then he got on the mic and he's like, if you ever come near me with a tracer bomb on me on you again, I'm going to kill your family. So I intentionally would get tracer bombed and then run over to him. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, like, I, got some I don't need to play hey, Check this anymore. out. <laughs> I remember my uh, best season in rank. I my best season in rank. I got to gold, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, that's fine." Like it, just everything about that game from a like from that perspective has been so uninteresting to me after like the first season. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, all right. What's what's number nine? Uh, number nine is Final Fantasy fifteen. Final oh Fantasy shit! 15. Uh, boy band road trip. Cool. Hell yeah. yeah. yeah I am right. a little biased, though. I'm a mm-hmm. Final Fantasy nerd. Uh-huh. And I met I one of the voice actors for 15. So. Oh, Which one? Okay. Which one did you um, meet? Oh, God. I don't know what character he is, but uh, Robbie Damon. Uh, okay. Then, yeah, I don't, I don't know. His character, I think, has um, blonde hair. Prompto? Prompto. That one. Yeah. Yeah. I immediately knew who it was then. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, I thought that game was very much a right direction for Final Fantasy. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I, I just, yeah. Uh, I, I don't think that it's all the way there, but I think it's a lot better than pretty much every mainline game they made after ten. Yeah. So good job, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it looks I cool. Hated, I hated the combat in that game, but I don't know. I don't know what they did between and like I haven't sat down to think about it to figure it out, but what they did between fifteen and seven R for the mm-hmm. combat, because I love the combat in the Final Fantasy Seven remake, but I absolutely detested it in fifteen. I I am I have been I've been the person saying this about Final Fantasy for an eternity. Just go back to the ATB system. Yes. Return to Monkey. 
Mm. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Give me a t- don't don't even give me a t- give me like true turn based. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Just get d- rid of this d- action d- RPG d- shit. I don't. Yeah, like go back to Final Fantasy X. Look at Final Fantasy X was the last good one. That's all I'm saying. I mean, you're not wrong. You're absolutely yeah. not wrong. I, well, I Final Fantasy X last- was like was so good and then so good. like everyone after 10 besides 10 2 they were like we don't we need this shitty hybrid action combat that yes no that it's not as good as an action game and it's not as good as these turn-based <laughs> games we made so it just sucks but okay yep you think that's what westerners want even though persona 5 did great in america uh-huh and pokemon does great in america both totally turn-based. Uh, I mean, if, if they if they can't get it right with sixteen, given who's working on the gameplay for that, then yeah, I don't. Yeah, seriously, then there is no winning. I need it. I need it. Please, yeah, for the love if, of all that is if, holy. If the Devil May Cry guy cannot save your combat system, you're done. <laughs> you, you go back. Go back. <laughs> return to monkey, please. Yeah. Not to say um, that, like Final Fantasy 15 is a bad choice or whatever, because the, no. the story is pretty good and the relationship yeah. building in that game is phenomenal. No, th- every is... time that every time that they had a conversation on that road trip, I fucking loved it. Yeah, I was like, I every need to hear this. I need to not do what I'm doing. It's just been so great. Nice. Yeah. And the fact that you can unlock old Final Fantasy music to run in the car. Yes. 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 <laughs> I, nice. did, I, I did the Chocobo music from Final Fantasy VII for all of two minutes. And I was like, oh, this is really fucking annoying. Okay, I'm going to change this to anything else. Yep. Um, okay. It does so, get annoying after a while. I don't blame you. Yeah, <laughs> alright. So that game's uh, really cool. What about your number eight? Uh, number eight... Goes to Splatoon 3. Nice. Also came out in 2022. Mm -hmm. This one's all all on you and Aaron, because I I know nothing about this game. I know you're a kid or a squid or an octopus, I guess, at this point, right? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I mean, on some level, have you played Splatoon before? No. Yes, I love Splatoon 2. Okay, if, if you played Splatoon before, you generally know what this is. Yeah. Um, that said, uh, Emily, this being your first experience with Splatoon, uh, I imagine it's been a lot of fun. It has been a lot of fun. Like, after I played the demo of it at PAX, I was just like, yeah, I'm definitely picking up this game because it's like chaotic fun and I'm just I'm having a grand old time. And I nice. have. Good. So here we go. It's it's uh, <laughs> for me frustrating um because i am bad at splatoon because in order to be good at splatoon uh you have to one put a lot of time into it to i mean yeah you got to get the right clothing that has the right uh upgrades to it they have three slots you got to upgrade it to three slots if it doesn't have them already and then you need to get those sub perks added on to it which happens when you like wipe you wipe one clothing item and it breaks those sub things that they had on that into bits and then you can spend those bits to put the ones you want in the clothing item that you want and you got to do that for a number of things and you got to get the gun that you like that has the sub and the ultra thing uh ultra ability that you like 
and then it's a lot of work. It sounds like Call of Duty, but with more parts. It's it's but, more complicated. Yeah. Yes, it's yeah. it's and then and then their system where they have um, rotating maps, and you'll have like two maps that oh, will yeah. rotate like that every is hour. The shit that I always hated about Splatoon Two. And I hate it in fucking Splatoon. I would assume I may hate it on Splatoon 3. Just give me the full fucking map pool, please. <laughs> never. Fuck. They will never do it. Um, never, ever, why? Ever. I, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a unique it's thing, Splatoon. I guess. They're all about chaos. Just, just do guess, right? what every other shooter does. Just give me, just put a fucking randomizer in and be like, all right, cool. You're getting this map now. You know, like, well, did you, did you like that map? You're not going to see it again for six months. <laughs> well, so what it does, and, and I guess they like this, is it makes it so you have to have loadouts ready to go because yeah. you will load up a map and it'll, this will be half of your maps for an hour where it is a long corridor and you can there's like cover and stuff. But like. Okay, you better have a sniper build ready to go, and but, your but like, your clothing items like set for a sniper build so that you can take like, advantage of that. Call of Duty already does that. You just select your loadout at the start of the match. Yes, You're but like, they're like, paint. but they're saying like yeah, you, children. Yeah, you you can't you can't select your you can't select your loadout when you start up a game. Like when you find out what the map is, you can't select. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the, um, yeah, yeah, they should they they should change that to be like every other shooter in existence. Uh, yeah, okay. I don't know. It's their own unique thing, and uh, th- frankly, I I just it takes so much time and work to get to where you need it to be to be able to play well that I'm just like, no. But then as a casual a casual player, the team still wins stuff. I don't feel good, <laughs> like, in terms of my contribution. But, I mean, that's the whole thing about Splatoon anyway, is that it's not even about kills. It's about just getting coverage. So at least if you're just concerned with covering as much pain as you want, like, you're contributing and doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, is, so, is the Miiverse for this one still good? Yes. Uh, I yes. just I just loaded up last night and someone had drawn drawn like you know a squid kid and then just an arrow and then a message that said uh, this squid drank battery acid when they were six and that was oh my God. <laughs> that was it fucking I, dark sure oh whatever fucking Christ <laughs> what the fuck? nope. still still carrying that tradition it's still fantastic a um, lot of good artists okay, a lot of good shit posters. Um, <laughs> And yeah, the style is fantastic. The world is fun to be in. It's just a party going on in that little overworld, and you can just run around and and look at what everyone's doing. So, um, yeah, I love Splatoon three style. Uh, I assume you had fun, Emily. Oh um, yeah, yeah, good. All the Do you fun. know what your favorite gun was? Oh, I'd have to boot it up to. Okay remember what it was but i could i could never pick one because whatever whichever one i pick i go into a match i'm like oh god i'm i'm terrible at this and then i go out and i select a new weapon and i go in it's like oh god i'm terrible god, I'm at terrible. this my, my, my favorite my favorite in two was always the paint roller yeah paint oh, roller is yeah. good paint, paint roller is still very good yeah. um i've been using the slosher which is just a bucket full of paint you just, just throw cry. it out there um it's it's a decent balance of covering ground and also like getting a decent amount of damage on someone if you aim right um yeah so but it is you know it is what it is oh and then at the end the ultimate is a booyah bomb which is just a spirit bomb 
that's fantastic. You, that's you, 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 yeah, you summon, really you summon a ball, you have your hand up above, and then everyone on your team hits down on the D-pad to go, booyah, 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 and then you throw it down. It's good. Nice. <laughs> All right, Emily, what's your number seven? Uh, number seven is Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet like the and 2016 Clank. 16 one? movie tie-in. Ah, okay. Nice. That game was pretty good. Yeah, uh, I, like kinda, uh, I, I liked it at the time. Um, it's kind of middle of the series for me. Like, I like it better than some of them, but I don't like It's not like the elite Ratchet and Clanks for me, like your Kraken Times or your Rift Aparts. Mm-hmm. Right. Good though. Mm-hmm. All right. And did you play through all of that? Oh, yeah. Nice. Good job. Like, full, complete story and everything. Cool. So... All right. I might go back in to do like a new game plus or something or do the challenge mode or something or go back in and do some skateboarding challenges. Haven't quite figured that out yet. All right. Cool. All right. Um, And then for uh, your number six. Kirby. Yeah. Kirby. Also a a 2022 title. What's that game called? Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Came out in March. Of uh, 22. All right. You, you can eat a car. You can, yeah, you in can, fact. You can be a car. You can be a traffic yeah. cone. You can be all these different things and Kirby do all believe. these different things while you're in that shape. And it's it's great. Yeah. Kirby showing off you can become whatever you want to become. Exactly. Right. You just got to mm-hmm. believe. Indeed. I believe. All right. <laughs> Um, all right, so what's your number five? All right, top five. Top five. Marvel Spider-Man. Uh, the Marvel 2018. 18. Okay, yeah, I play, you know what, funny enough, I love that game, but it actually might be one of my favorite games of all time. The only reason it didn't make my list is because it, it like, it, it had the PC version come out this year, and I played mm-hmm. it, and I played a lot of it, actually, but... I felt bad putting it on my game of the year list for a third time. <laughs> so I was just like, I can't do this. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. That would do uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that game is awesome. It is the, they made a perfect Spider-Man game essentially. Yeah, they mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. Like, it's and so I'm good. a massive Spider-Man nerd. So I'm just like, uh, yes. And it is my favorite Spider-Man. I love Yuri Lowenthal. I I love Yuri. Like no matter what he does, I'm just like, yes, I I want more, please. I remember <laughs> when I heard his voice in that game for the first time. I'm like, is that Yosuke from Persona Four? <laughs> and I'm like, I I look it up and it's fucking Yosuke. Yosuke. <laughs> and. Because oh, he's in just about everything, and it's great. He's in a lot. Uh, I was actually shocked when I heard his voice in Guild Wars 2. <laughs> so, Jeez, he is in everything. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I think we've talked about that game to death on here. Uh, we have. If you, if you remotely like Spider-Man, you have to play that game. You have yep. to. Yep. Yep. All right, what's your number and, four? Uh, speaking of Spider-Man... This one just edges it out a little more. Miles Morales. <laughs> That's interesting because I prefer 2018 over Miles Morales. I, I have the Platinums in both. I love both. 
Uh, but it, the, yeah, like it, I guess I've always liked um, like different versions of Spider-Man, mm-hmm. like all the different like multiverse Spider-Man 2099 or Ugh, whatever. Spider-Man 2099, it's such a dumb idea. <laughs> what uh, are you talking about? That's fun. Fucking, no, it's it's like bootleg Batman Beyond. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, that's fair. I will get my Batman Beyond where I can get it. That's right. Fair enough. Man, um, imagine if imagine if Rocksteady made a Batman Beyond game. Think about it. Fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, how awesome would that fucking be? God damn it. That would be kind of sick. I'm not gonna lie. Um, <sighs> but Miles has always been like always had that little soft spot for me, so that's why I liked it just that much more. I, nice. I I I like that game a lot. Um, I know you played it on PS4, so you didn't get to see the tech showcase that it is. But right, but I have yeah. seen gameplay for it on PS5. Yeah, it so looks it looks it, the game. The game is pretty. Yeah. Um, I like that game a lot. Uh, I I like I do like that it's on a shorter, more contained thing because there are parts of um 2018 that feel like man this is going a while but right uh, but there's still so much to do in yes. miles morales just like there was in 2018 spider-man so there's not as there much go. though like it took me about 40 hours platinum 2018 it took me about 18 to platinum miles morales yeah it's definitely a tighter experience um and i like the story of 2018 a little more um, you know, and I think that's mainly just because it's a lot more fleshed out. Yeah, uh, I do give Miles Morales props though for being a Christmas game. There yeah. are enough of those. Yeah, that's true. Well, and I, I think, I think for me, I like I like Miles's powers more. They're more fun to play with than yeah, computers. yeah. But every time, every time I play with Miles, I'm like, fuck, I miss my gadgets. <laughs> I miss my uh, I miss my like web traps and shit. Yeah. Um. So you know, I guess yeah, it depends give me, on how you play. Give me yeah. Spider-Man Skyfall Edition. He's got two uh, abilities. That's right. I do. One thing I do like more about Miles Morales is you can re-stealth. Yeah. So like, yeah. if you fuck up a stealth section, you don't have to just go into combat. You can sneak away. Yeah, that's what um, happened when I was doing. I was doing this one area. It was pretty stealth. It was like mostly stealth. Mm-hmm. But I got caught, and then I hid right behind a ledge, and then mm-hmm. it just reset. And I was just like, "Oh, thank God! I I'm ex- oh, I have to start over." Oh, I I'm okay. I am excited for tw- Spider Man Two to see if they're gonna have two Spider Men that play differently, or it's gonna be a co op game. I'm wondering what route they're gonna go with. Hmm. So here's uh, an idea: but- uh, Spider Man made by the Hitman guys. <laughs> I would play the shit out of that. Yeah. Oh my god, I would probably play, play the shit out of that. No no joke. Yeah, Spider-Man is <laughs> no killing rule. Yeah. Um, Alright, you so, play as Dr. Octopus, the Spider-Man. The oh, the yeah. Spider-Man, right? Yeah. <laughs> I fuck uh, these guys, I'm killing everybody. <laughs> oh, god. Oh. Um, okay, so uh, what, what's your number three? This is actually going to be a shocker to you guys. Okay. Infamous Second Son. That <laughs> uh, does not surprise Number- me. At all. I mean, for as much as I love that game and as much as I like 
talk about that game and all that it would mm-hmm. you guys would assume it would be like my number one <laughs> sure uh, uh, not, not necessarily it depends on yeah like that that is that is a hell of a game um okay so so what's your number two then because I, I yeah that's a game and that game is old at this point that game is yeah. the oldest one on this list by a while <laughs> out here playing retro games yeah, i'm sure yeah. i am I'll be playing retro uh, games until the day i die Damn it. shit that's in that uh, retro category on twitch depresses me every time i see it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, number two, and this was really hard for me because I had like a tie going for a little while, mm. but then I was just like, eh, that one kind of edges it out a little more. Uh, number two is Disney Dreamlight Valley. Oh, okay. All right. That that doesn't necessarily surprise me. I know you've talked about it on the show a lot. Hmm. Like, for those that are big on life sims, like Animal Crossing and Stardew Valley, highly recommend. Nice. Like, after the uh, Christmas event that they just had, and you get, like, all this festive decorations, festive clothing, and all this stuff, and I'm just like, I can't wait till the next update. Man, I've noticed that games are really starting to step up their fucking holiday events. Oh, yeah. Like, my brief experience of that New World holiday event, I was like, fuck, this is awesome. (laughs) You know? um, You know, like, I did the Guild Wars Halloween this year. That shit blew my mind. So, alright. Was there Uh, any stuff with um, Warcraft or anything? Warcraft has had the same Christmas event for the past, like, nine years. Ah, fair. So, um, <laughs> log in, get your present, log out. Log in, get your present, do your go save Mets and the reindeer. Yeah, get the reindeer. Go, uh, uh, what's the other thing? Oh, yeah. Uh, stop the corporatization of Christmas. Okay. <laughs> or, sorry, Wintervale. Yeah, so, yeah, it's they they do have a pretty good Christmas riff, but it is the same event that's been going on for, like, a decade. Ever? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, what's your number one? Emily's Game of the Year 2022. <laughs> Drum Ghost roll. Ghost of Tsushima. Ooh. Okay. That's a good that's right. a great game. Uh, well, I have, I, have, I have, like, my Game of the Year document that I, because like, I, I, when I left the Gamer Access, I made sure to find what I put for Game of the Year each year. 2020, Ghost of Tsushima was my number eight. Oh. And that game is uh, fantastic. Uh, yeah. I, did ac- I did accidentally burn myself out on it going for the Platinum. <laughs> <laughs> like, I played 70 fucking hours of that game. <laughs> Yeah, oh I'm already God. like 30 hours in and I'm only in Act 2. Oh, Jesus. Because I've yeah. been doing all the little side stuff, like finding mm-hmm. all the all the shrines, all the banners, like liberating all of... Like, so far oh, I have yeah. almost all of Izuhara liberated. Mm-hmm. Nice. Like, I'm only missing two. Yeah, and, and it's a... Oh, that that game has such a good story and good music, and it's just fucking beautiful, man. It's gorgeous. Like, I've cried so much during this game just based on how pretty it is. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then I really cried during um one scene that I went through. Let's see, what was it? 
two days ago now because I've, I've been playing it practically every single day since Christmas. Nice. <laughs> uh, okay, that makes that checks out. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, it's the one where you get Goro safely out to send a message to the Shogun on the mainland. And uh, Shimura is like, yeah, I made an announcement on this too. Uh, after the war, I'm going to adopt you as my son. And I was just like, oh my god, this is... <laughs> I'm crying so much at that point. I'm just like, fuck, why are you so... Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Cool. Um, um, have you had a chance to check out the multiplayer yet? Not yet. Okay. Oh, I'm, I've not never touched that. <laughs> I never uh, even thought about it. I was like, I don't want to play that game with other people. I actually oh. ca- had a, a fun time with their with their really? multiplayer. With um, the I wish Legends I had mode? it on. Is it called Legends? I forget. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Uh, the only problem is I wish I had been playing on a PS5 because that frame rate and just like it's just not. Oh no! It, PS4 is no. it's rough. Um, but I actually had a really fun time. I have a that... character that is like full Shadow of the Colossus themed gear. Yeah, it's, it's good. All right. Well, that's uh, that's Emily's top ten games she played in twenty twenty two. It. Look at that list. Yeah, nice. look at it. This is a good list. <laughs> that's a list of good games. Those, those are those are all things you probably should have played at some point. <laughs> yes. I mean, um, or you yeah. failed as a gamer. Yeah. The gamer gods have spoken. <laughs> Well, we'll 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 take your gamer card. (laughs) (laughs) Put your gamer card and your gun on the desk. You're done. (laughs) But every time tomorrow, you're out of here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh fuck. All right. Add that to Uh, the list. All right. Now we're on to Jesse's top ten games of 2022 because. God knows, Jesse and I have definitely played at least 10 games this year. A lot. Uh, okay, so first question, or first thing, procedurally, mm-hmm. there's a PC game I've been playing that had an arcade release in June. I'll Ooh. allow it. I'll okay, allow all right, it. hold on. I need to readjust my list really quickly. <laughs> That's okay. fine. Showing a little bit of inside baseball on the stream of how we right. create our topics list. We need to start okay. setting up our fantasy critic this year. Oh God, oh, that's God. right. Do we want to do that next week? Yeah, we can do that next week. Sure, that's a good idea. All right, Zelda's gonna win. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever's, uh, I believe, I believe Aaron's picking first. So yeah, that cause... means he's gonna get Zelda. I'm you pick, should do uh... Rush Cyberpunk instead. <laughs> I'm going to pick it at some point. I know it's not coming out, but goddamn, maybe maybe I can will it into existence in this year. Damn the shade! Damn, How I feel. Thrown. Yeah, and then, I, and then I can get Sea of Stars and just bob my list from the first pick. Yep. Oh, uh, uh, Lord. Very good. All right. So number ten, number 10. Uh, is a game that was very divisive because a lot of people went into it expecting one thing and not getting what they wanted even though like on the tin it said what the game was uh and it's for me it's digimon survive fucking all right okay okay all right starting off with a strong one all right i like it it's a it's a uh visual novel first and foremost but a strategy rpg second and a lot of people went into it thinking it was mainly going to be a strategy rpg 
Mm-hmm. Even nope. though like all the marketing nope. said not check out that. this visual novel. Well, but it's it's really like despite being about, you know, kids getting transported into the, the Digiverse or whatever it is that it's called. Yeah. Um, it's very dark and very serious, like right. uh, just the, the tone of the story is such that you're like, I didn't think they would do this for a kid's franchise. Uh, like people people are dying and like people are going nuts and um just it's it's really good um the story was enough to keep me entertained like or or engrossed not entertained's probably the wrong word but engrossed yeah. the whole time um, right and then the strategy rpg stuff was was cool i'm a strategy rpg guy and it was pretty easy but uh it was enough to to keep me playing and keep me going I'll let no Ray all this because he's a massive Digimon fan. Like that dude loves Digimon. I'm surprised so. he hasn't picked it up. Um, you know, I think it's just time, and he's got other stuff going on right now. But still, gotcha. very that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Nice. Well. Uh. Okay. And then and then what's uh then what do you got next? Number nine is the only fighting game on my list. Oh man, wow. the shocking that I actually don't have. Oh no, do I have one this year? There was one that barely made would have made the cut on mine. No, mine doesn't have one this year. Wow. But and I, I really struggled between putting this one on here and KOF. Because KOF is really good. It's really fun. But it didn't mm-hmm. grab me the same way this game did. If this game still had a community that played it, like a big big enough community that played it, it would be higher on my list. Oh, DNF Duel. Uh, oh. DNF it's such a good game. No, no. Let me correct that. It's not a good game, but it's really, really fun. In fact, uh, within the last couple of weeks, the game is, is fucking broken. And within the last couple of weeks, they released a balance patch. Um, mm-hmm. This balance patch was only buffs. And it was only buffs for it was it was buffs for everybody. Okay, everybody got buffs, even top tier characters. Like, really? I'm like, okay. why? Why would you do this? Like this character already has an infinite block strength that breaks your your uh guard meter so you can't you can't guard anymore and then it's a one-touch kill from there and it's perfect and i love it and it's well i mean so much fun see you might have convinced me to start playing that again because you know my favorite fighting game is what you labeled as oh this is a single player game now yes yeah so (laughs) you know uh yeah no that i don't have a fighting game on my list but the one that almost made it was persona 4 ultimax uh, yeah, um, I played a lot of that goddamn game, uh, and I st- it's still my third favorite fighting game ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like that's I played that DNF dual beta. It seemed interesting, but also I am so picky about game feel when it comes to fighting games to the point of where I didn't enjoy it. Right, but yeah, I sense. love its style, and I love fighting games that are just absolutely broken. So this, yeah, it this is. It is. This game is bonkers. It's um, it's full of character archetypes in fighting games. So you have like your grappler, you have your rushdown character, you've got a couple of zoners, you've got like your footsies base character, and they're all broken. Like every single one of them is broken. And so when everybody's broken, who really is broken? <laughs> Truly. Yeah. Right, what's your number eight? Very good. What's your number eight? Sifu. Sifu. Okay. I was so fucking okay. mad at myself that I didn't play it. Yeah. It's I bought it in June. Game. It's a I bought it's it. an 
yeah yeah you you bought it a while ago and and haven't had the chance to play it yeah because i've just been knee deep in a bunch of other games like i bought the fucking hard copy too (laughs) damn yeah damn it's a good game it's a it's it's a great game if you're into martial arts movies from like the 80s and 90s you're gonna love like the thematic style of the game if you are into action games or fighting games you're gonna love like the combat in the game um it it's just really good and the the whole premise of the game is that um each time you die your character just gets a little older and eventually you hit old age and die and then you have to restart your run as you beat levels you're you're locked at the end of that level at at whatever age you beat the level at so you can continue playing is like getting progressively older and older and the idea is that you go through it without dying and beating the game as as your base age uh because the boss fights in that game are are brutal they are Mm -hmm. difficult damn that's great though yeah it's it's a lot of fun all right I'll have to check it that out sometime. Would have been a lot higher on this list, I think, but some freaking bangers came out. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, well, what's next? Uh, I think this one's a little low, and the reason I rated it this low is because I haven't beaten it yet. Like other things came out, and I started to play them. Uh, and it's God of War Ragnarok. Okay. Uh, yeah, man, that's weird for me because, like, that's that game. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that game was incredible to me. I couldn't stop playing it. It got everybody. Me stop, yeah, it got me to stop playing World of Warcraft. Yeah, everybody's like, "Oh, this, this game is great," but to 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 be honest, I can only kill enemies to open a door so many times. Ah, uh, but the puzzles and the story and the side quests, like that side quest and with that visuals. fucking. Look, I bought a um, an 8K splitter so that I could play that game at like the maximum visual quality. Uh, and not that it does 8K, but it does 4K 120. So I can at least like max out the, the PS5 to play that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I stopped playing it when something else had come out and I just haven't gotten back into it. I know that when I get back into oh, it, oh, probably this month, because uh, there's like nothing coming out in January. Um, that I'll I'll probably exclusively play it. Yeah, that game just wrecked me. Also, like like it was in my heart. There's so <laughs> many parts of it that just fucking was amazing. So, yeah. uh, I love the combat. It's my favorite combat system this year. I absolutely adore it. Like especially once you start to really flesh it out and you have all three of the weapons and all the perks and shit and sure. like. I'm not one who enjoys side content in games most of the time, but any time that like there was a side cu- quest that had like story stuff, like that whale, mm. or uh, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like I made sure to do it, and it always fleshed out the world in such a cool way. So I'm I'm shocked that it's this low. Getting, um, getting to see all the shit that Odin has done is really cool. Yeah, getting to see how much of a bastard Odin is. Was, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, man, uh, and wait until you get to the twist in the final act. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Okay, I'll bump, oh, I'll bump, it, up. I'll bump oh. it up on the, the list of things to, to knock out of my backlog. All right. Yeah. All right. What's what's number, what's number six? Neon White. Didn't play it. Another I one started I didn't get playing to. it. I started playing it last week. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I've got. Um, how much time do I have on this game? 
12 hours. Nice. Uh, it's it's a it's a puzzle game first and foremost. Um it's an FPS second. And mm-hmm. the idea is that you get uh you get cards that have guns on them and then you use the the guns and the enemies to clear the level in the fastest time possible. Mm. Uh, yep. it's a speedrunner's dream game. I'm like I'm not a speedrunner, but I feel like one when I'm playing this game. Uh, <laughs> and like the the style is it's just dripping with style. It's so good. And like when you stop and look around the areas that you're in, not that you're going to do that often, but when you look around the arenas and stuff, the game looks really good. Uh, that was a game like, that I, I really wanted to try. I'm probably going to wait for a steam sale where it's heavily discounted though. Sure. It's a good, it's a good game. Um, it's got like dating sim elements too, which is kind of weird, but as you, you can in each level you can pick up a gift and then you can give a gift to a character and then you unlock side quests that put you into like more more difficult puzzles for that character which let, then strengthens your relationship with the character let let me tell you any any game can be a dating sim if you try hard enough is what final <laughs> fantasy 14 taught true. me that is 100 percent true oh. Yeah, I'm going to spend five weeks crafting shit for you. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, <laughs> go on. It's it. It's fun. Um, it, it is pretty much all I have played these last couple of weeks. It is a game that I've, I've watched enough of it that had I played it, I know it would be on my top five. But I can see that. Yeah. So yep. looks damn cool. Mm-hmm. Number five, uh, which also goes kind of against the grain, is Elden Ring. Oh, no, that. no, not that one. Actually, doesn't necessarily surprise me too much. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't put it at number one because I haven't beaten it yet, and I, that's a technical issue and not like a gameplay issue. Um, that's a skill issue. Not, not even <laughs> your PC skill even. issue. It, yeah, absolutely, it is a PC skill issue. Uh, I bought that shit on PS5, so I didn't have that problem. I started. Nice. I I did start to play it again recently, um, and it's still it's still fun. I just it, the the environment is cool. The it's Dark Souls combat in an open world game. Um, uh, I mean, if you I, like those two things, it, it it's a good game for you. I so I started playing that during the the Christmas break we had, and I like Dark Souls more than Elden Ring. Mm. I I I actually find the open world more annoying than anything. Sure, um, I'm not a huge fan of open world games. Uh, um, I I'm just I, over I, them. I like them if you give me a really good traversal system. But like the thing I always liked about Bloodborne and Dark Souls is like I hit a wall. And I know I am. I know that the reason I am not breaking the wall is it is a skill issue, maybe an itemization issue where I have to go back and grind out a couple stats. But typically, skill issue because of the open world nature. I don't know what order I'm supposed to approach things in. It it always feels just like, oh well, fuck. I don't know if I'm actually supposed to be fighting this guy or not. Oh. Um, well, there are, that, I mean, there are people that are doing the soul level one runs in Elden Ring still. So, yeah, absolutely. But I'm talking about for your general player. Yeah. You know, um, I like it. I've had fun with it. Uh, I'm going to continue to chip away at it. But yeah, it. Uh, I'm going to let everyone know it didn't make my top 10 lists. Just going to let you know now. 
Okay. I'm not too. I'm not too surprised. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's weird for me because I love Dark Souls three, and I adore Bloodborne, but just like yeah, like if anything, it just made me want to go replay Dark Souls. <laughs> All right. So, All right, what's your number four? Chained Echoes. No idea what the fuck this is. Tell us. It is a JRPG that came out, I think, the week before Christmas. That's probably oh. why. I played the shit out of that game. Uh, <laughs> got the got the hundred percent achievement in it. Um, it's got a lot. It's it's a sixteen bit era RPG, but without any of the fat that are in sixteen bit era RPGs. There's no reason to grind. What what um, platform is it on? Uh, PC, Switch, PS5, and Xbox, and it's on Game Pass. Cool. Oh fuck! Okay, hold on. It's got um. Yeah, it's, it's got that influences <laughs> from uh, Xenogears. It's got it. Halfway through the game, I'm like, "Why am I playing Suikoden?" So it's got Suikoden influences. It's got Ibilis influences. It's got um, Final Fantasy VII influences. You can there's like a materia system. Um, the okay. story is okay. really good up until the last like hour, which is why it's not my number one because I hated the ending. Um, Bummer. Aww. But it's it's a really good game. I loved every minute of that game uh, right up until right up until the end. Uh, so, fun fact, did you know they put Nino Cooney on Game Pass? Did, did not. Did they really? They did. Neat. It is, it is literally that. Like, I just logged in to get look up Chained Echoes, and like right on the front page of Game Pass, it's like, hey man, do you want to play Nino Cooney? And I'm like, I fucking love that game, so maybe. <laughs> I think that's on my list of games to pick up for my Switch. Um, that game is, yeah, that game is awesome. It's a good game. Yeah, it's it's if you like Chrono Trigger, if you like Final Fantasy six, if you like Xeno Gears or Sweet in one and two, it, it it's a fantastic. I I, I like game. three out of those four things you mentioned, so sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great, like out of great JRPG. Um, nice. All right. Um cool, cool. Um so uh what is your number three? Top three. We're we're Marvel Snap. All right. Really? Does, does not surprise me at all. Uh, that one was one that I. So I was looking for a game to play when I was sick, and let me tell you, that is a perfect game to play when you are sick. Yes. Yeah. That, if that you got game, like five minutes to kill. You play a game of oh. Marvel Snap. Like. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I. I wish they had a browser client so I could play it. Yes. At work. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, no, that game is fucking awesome. Uh, it like, yeah, no, you go into it, man. It's it's a it's a good game. It's a card game. It's made by uh, like Brent Bode is Brode is leading development on it. He used to lead the development for Hearthstone. So a lot of like the old Hearthstone um, ideas are implemented in Marvel Snap. The idea is that you've got three different lanes to try to win, and you play cards in each of the lanes. There's four slots. For each of the lanes, each lane has its own um, randomized uh, like ability. So it affects your cards in different ways. And then your cards can interact with other cards and the lanes. Uh, it's it's really good. Last night I got um, I was just fucking around and built a, a deck specifically around one combo, which isn't great because if you don't get your combo, if you don't draw your combo, um, you know, then you then you're probably going to lose. But I so built a deck around a combo that um ended the game with me having like 2.05 million power in each lane uh generally you get like 
I don't know, 12 to 20 in Elaine at a time. Jesus. So I the combo my, and I was so excited. So uh, I, I have to ask, who's your favorite card currently? Uh, man, that's rough. The the a favorite card is probably Black Panther, because when you play him, he doubles his power. And then there are other cards that can cause that ability to kick off multiple times. And then there are other cards that can impact those cards. And that that's part of like the combo to get that that ridiculous power spike. Um, Black Black Panther is really strong, but he's super easy to play against. As far as like variants go, I got this old man Hawkeye variant from uh, I think it's from the Logan comics, and Hawkeye is blind, mm. but he's still like killing people with arrows and shit. That um, just looks it just looks thick. You get you can get when you when you get your cards, you get like their base base form card, and then you can get variants that are inspired by other um, either eras of Marvel or, or other. Um, artists so like dan hip i think is a big one kim kim jacinto or jacinto is another one um mm. and then there are like cards from different eras so there's like the steampunk cards there are um 1607 cards there are 2099 cards um, and then like as you upgrade your cards and when you upgrade your cards you upgrade them visually you can then apply different comic filters like the the dots or you can make cards look like they've been drawn in um uh ink and pencil um so there's a lot of like customization options with regards to what your your cards look like oh fair um monetization hasn't been too bad in it for being a free-to-play game yeah it's not that it's not really gross at all and then i also really like uh so that's really cool um yeah, I, I think generally they did a really good job with it. Uh, I think mm-hmm. uh, my favorite card is Punisher. I fucking love Punisher. He's so fucking great in this game. He's it's, really good. It's kind of ridiculous how good he is. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, man. It's Ooh. a good um, game. As you like the the best thing about it is that you start in what is what they call pool one so you get a certain amount of cards out of pool one and you only play people in that pool then you get into pool two and you only play people that are in pool two that can use pool one cards and pool two cards then you get into pool three and then you get into pool four and five um so it kind of like you upgrade as you collect cards and go along and play people in your in your um at your collection level Hmm. i'm at the point where i'm playing people that my my collection level is like 1000 and i'm playing people that are in like the 20 and 30 thousands mm-hmm. uh so like once you hit a certain threshold it's just like here's that here's anybody fair enough um yeah i haven't gotten that far in i do find and this is a problem i have with every free-to-play game is i find their monetization and currency is the fact that there's three of them super frustrating yes um and it's just like fuck uh so that um all right well cool i i think that game is really neat i will like there are parts of it that i kind of like i don't part of the reason i like Yu-Gi-Oh so much is it's fast but this is yeah. almost a little too fast at times where i'm just like can we add like two more turns and maybe a trap card equivalent mm-hmm. you know um there are so... cards that add more turns okay i'll have to find some of them then all right so yeah. what's your what's your number two vampire survivors 
Yeah, oh. that game is fucking awesome. That game is so, <laughs> that game is good. so fucking good. Dear I God. Have uh let's see, I finally uninstalled it because I, I got the DLC and I have all the achievements. Uh I have eighty hours in that game, which isn't a lot, I guess. I thought I had a lot more, but I uh, I mean it's it's more it's a lot more than I have, but like like let's put it this way. I played like four hours of it total and it is on somewhere on my top ten list. It's a good, good game. You so, are the bullet hell. The the the, re- the, the real thing the, the real thing here though is garlic is best power up. Mm-hmm. Garlic is really good for a while. Uh, for a while okay i'm curious yeah, there's there's be- there's better stuff out there and better combinations of stuff out there and like you can evolve your weapons it's, it's so it's it's a roguelike but it's got um a really simple like base mechanic and that you're running around shooting stuff and you're shooting stuff automatically so you're you're if you have like the magic wand for example it homes in on people or if you have garlic you get a zone of death that, that sits around you you can evolve your weapons to be better weapons you can as you progress through the game you get more characters you get more weapons you get more uh, so, so is there like equipment. a hard end to this or is it just endless that that's that's no, it's endless question. it's endless okay so yeah there's yeah, just, and and i guess they they released a roadmap recently and said they're planning on adding more stuff to the base game well um, this game was kind of fucking crazy because it was one of those things where like I couldn't believe how fast this blew up. It was very PUBG yeah. and like, like yeah. there were a bunch of clones overnight and like just they kind of went nuts. So, all right. When well, the first cool. time I saw it, I thought it looked super stupid. I thought it looked real dumb. I was like, I, this is not gonna, this is not gonna go anywhere. And then I got it and was like, okay, there's something here. And then suddenly it was huge. Uh, I thought it looked awesome, but then I played it and I found out you were not controlling the bullets. Yeah, and I was like, "This is fucking dumb." Yeah. Dumb. But then, then I was at Stella's house, like on my laptop, playing it for like three hours straight. So it's such a good game. It, it's super cheap. I think it's it's less five than five bucks. bucks. Yeah, four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. The DLC is, and I, I wouldn't get the DLC until you have like gotten everything in the base game. But the DLC is two bucks. Okay. Yeah, they, they they did a real good job with that. Yeah, it's uh, a good game. All right, uh, you're number one. Your game of the year, my man. So this game's kind of a cop out, uh, but the this is the game where the arcade version released in the middle of the year. It's a rhythm it's game. A rhythm it's, game is yeah it, yeah one hundred percent a rhythm game. And anytime I go to round one, it is all I play. Uh, but it and I have the home version and the controllers right here. Uh, but it is Sound Voltex exceed yeah. gear you and i need to go to round one sometime and square up in street fighter but that's a absolutely story. absolutely right, anyway. uh it's i don't know how to describe this game it's got the, i think the controller is going to probably be the best visual but it's got okay. um six lanes so you've got the white buttons and the black buttons and then it's got these knobs um that you can rotate and as you're nice. you're playing there are lasers on the screen and you guide the knobs and time to the lasers while also pushing the buttons on the lanes and it sounds super complicated and at higher levels it really is but the game is so much fun that i play this 
Was this uh, one of these crazy import controllers you bought over yeah. like the yeah okay that yeah. checks out as well yep um there's a there's an official pc version you can play there that costs like 12 dollars a month in us dollars there are uh they don't call them emulators they call them simulators so there's two different simulators that you can you can get and play um that feel pretty close to the real thing but not not quite um it's if you are into rhythm games it's it it is hands down my favorite rhythm game and it just feels so fun to play when when playing um i i have not played any other rhythm game that is is anything like like this one oh christ it is insane and i love it i decided to look at some video and like jesus christ when i when i do decide to stream on mondays for rhythm game mondays it is the game that i play Wow. All right. All right. Be sure to tune into that because this is a game that, to be seen. That's uh, so good. That, that just yeah. So before we get to uh, Aaron and I, uh, we're gonna take a quick break. Yeah. Uh, quick little, you know, get get some coffee, go to the bathroom, all that good stuff. Yep. And we're right. Be right back. Let's take a break. All right, we're back. Oh. So. Finish it out. Let's go. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right, is it my turn? Uh, I believe it is. Okay. Um, so I didn't have a great 2022 in terms of games that I was interested in. Um, didn't play a whole lot of video games in general, to be honest with you. Um, beyond what we did for the show, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, and it'll kind of ref- reflect that as we go through this list, and it'll be pretty quick moving through this. Um, but yeah uh but yeah yeah i mean intrigued at least number 10 pokemon scarlet and violet oof okay i see what you mean i almost made it on my list yeah almost (laughs) it was a struggle filling that number 10 spot yeah i uh i enjoy this game i'm playing it right now i have played this game more than most of the other games on this list um really i'm still having a good time with it but man like i was more generous with time for for the people working on these games to like modernize uh in terms of technical capability and Mm -hmm. uh they're just not getting it and in any way shape or form which is terrifying which is awful considering you know the creative aspects of this game are still pretty damn good. Like it's no, still that Pokemon. Stuff looked super fucking cool. That's yep. not the part of it that I'm fucking grilling them over and being like, "God, you guys suck." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like you know, like especially considering it's the most creative one they put out in a while. Forever. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, you know. Uh, it's yeah. it's uh, it's a shame. The worst parts of the creative bits, um, are when they're like, we need to do something that like you only do with a console, um, and it's like, okay, well we're limited by the technical abilities of our team to do console stuff. So, guess what? You're gonna kick this ball around around these like low walls to try and get it to a point, and it just sucks. It's just bad. Um all right yeah but uh i've enjoyed the region i like all the characters i love their designs and just who they are it's fun um 
I enjoy running around with a Pokemon around this open world. Um, Fair enough. Very interested in it. But uh, so, yeah, I, I'm a big Pokemon fan. The Pokemon game was going to make it. But uh, does not surprise me. Yeah, it's kind of down there. Right. Uh, number nine, Windjammers right. 2. Fuck yes, this game was so goddamn it's a awesome. Good game. Hey, it's a good game. Uh, you, you like you some yeah, Windjammers? I do like Windjammers. Windjammers is fucking awesome. Here's a modern Windjammers. Um, and you know what? They did it. It was good. They, 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 they accomplished the mission? They accomplished that mission. Um, did not play it for very long, to be honest with you. Uh, but I was like, hell yeah. I'm glad to see people were playing some Windjammers I, for a time. I, yeah, I, I put a solid month into it and then Lost Ark happened. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. There was yeah. other stuff we had to get to. Um, yeah. But yeah, just happy that game got made. Um, hope those developers did well. Uh, number eight, Hyper Demon. Uh, this game, <laughs> the sequel to Devil again? Daggers. Oh, um, that one, okay. Yep. Yeah, every time I look at that game, I'm like... Man, it's a weird, a weird looking it's, game. It's a weird looking game. It's honestly the best part is just seeing how insane it looks. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I had a good time. Like again, that's another game you have to put time in to be really good at it. Uh, but they mm. have, they put in both a tutorial to help you understand how to play the game, and then they have their video uh, feature, which people then use to explain certain techniques they use to get through like early portions of the game and things like that, uh, combined with just doing crazy stuff towards the end. Um, and, and this also has like N64 style aesthetic. Uh, closer to PlayStation one, I suppose but, uh, but if PlayStation still... one did drugs. Okay. So yeah, that's probably why I skipped it. Yeah, it it um, looks great. Uh, I love looking uh, at it, but I, I am not a fan of that era of video games visually. Sure. Um, I and it's weird that we're starting to get the age where like that kind of visuals is causing nostalgia, so it's going to be popular. And I am just to be like, yep, okay, yeah. Cool. Which is which is weird because like I grew up in that era. Like my first system that was mine and not like the households was a nintendo 64 yeah yeah uh, so i mean you know if it makes you feel any better they're gonna do what they did with the 8-bit and 16-bit eras which is like they like that style but it's obviously going to be better and more than the capabilities of those consoles because it's like yes, a super idealized cool. version yes and that'll be very cool yep. to be fair uh let's see number seven compound uh this is a what vr game for? Um, oh, that also oh, did. Oh, yeah, oh, this one looks okay. really good. PS One esque kind of graphics. Um, or yeah. Um, and it was just that was the first time for me of just like a full on shooter beyond like Half Life Alex. Um, mm -hmm. it was just like, oh, okay, here's this procedurally generated world, and instead of trying to be realistic looking and failing, uh, like a lot of them do, they're committing to this more retro look and seeing that in 60 frames and seeing your character and your guns doing that. It's It was a good VR experience, and it was like, I could see a future of like a number of video games that are just this. Um, I think they could do more with it. I could see how sure. like it, it made, made, immediately made me think of like, what if this is successful, what does a Compound 2 look like? Um, mm -hmm. so uh, very similar to project bones in that way sure yeah um okay. uh so yeah number six 
is a roller drone. Yeah, um, the game looked really fucking cool. <laughs> That's it, a good game. That is a cool looking game. There's not, admittedly, not a whole lot to it. Um, this is another game where it's like it just made me think, what does Roller Drome Two look like? Because uh, I feel like they were kind of this is the game to prove the concept of the core gameplay mechanics, and I think they did great. I think uh, creating this like puzzle shooter with a trick system um, with various challenges and all is fantastic. Um, I want to see more of that. Uh, but fair enough. Kind of a small game for what it is, but so I hope to see more of that from them. Yes, I, I really enjoyed that game. That that was, it it knows what it's doing and it does it well. Well, yeah, yep. It seemed cool. I want to play it, but you know, time, money, exactly. Yep, yep. Wait All for right. a big sale so you can spend like a couple hours with it, and then you'll have experienced yeah. the game. Yeah. Okay. Fair um, enough. number five, Splatoon three. Uh, I would be shocked if it wasn't on this list. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, even though I'm bad at it, and we've talked a, lot, a bit about it already, um, but I, I really enjoy that game. That's it's more Splatoon, and they're they're continuing to do what makes Splatoon great and uh, what makes Splatoon Splatoon <laughs> good, good and bad. Uh, so I'm into it. Uh, number four is Ollie Ollie World. Uh, this is just a cool also checks out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say that yeah. that checks out. Yep. Uh, another game from, from the developers that brought you roller drone, Ollie Ollie world. <laughs> uh, with you this tur- year. turns out, uh, making skateboard and skateboard adjacent games, uh, gets my interest. Um, weird. And yeah, I know, Who knew? <laughs> especially when the only competitors are skater XL and session, which are two, uh, skating developers who are actively pissing off their fan bases. Um, so yeah. Ollie Ollie world is fantastic. That's a great 2d. Ollie Ollie like was interesting to me, but it never was like a lot. Like it never like really pulled me in. Um, I was always like, I just want another good full 3d skating game. And this is not that, but a lot of really cool creative style. Um, the ability to like, they have their story mode where they have these these particularly May levels, and then they have a procedural mode um, with lots of customization that you can do with that. Lots of customization for your character. Uh, skating those those levels are just a lot of fun. That's just a cool vibe um that it has and uh yeah that's a that's a fun little game uh if you're just want to play a 2d skateboarding game that's like a puzzle um i don't know it's a fun casual nice time i i thought the first one was very cool i just never gelled with 2d skating games yeah yeah i get it so it was it was one of those things where it was like eh, whatever fair yeah. enough all right yeah cool. Uh, number three, um, mm-hmm. Pokemon Legends. Pokemon Legends Arceus, I think, is what it's called. Yes, yeah. that is the title. Um, I'm not surprising. This was like the only product that gave me hope for Pokemon. <laughs> I like, mean, I, yeah. Yeah, like I, I, I have had so little hope for Pokemon for so long. That even though this game is fucked still, in my opinion, mm. that like at least gives me a glimmer of hope of like, okay, they can get there. 
Because before kick. this, they had the new Pokemon Snap, which I really enjoyed. Um, I, I think that was good. Pokemon Snap. Like. Um, yeah. And then before that was um, Pokken Tournament. Yeah. That was that was a good oh, one. Yeah, Pokken Tourney. Yeah. That's a, that's a great game. It's just not a Pokemon. Like, you you know what I mean? It's not like... I know what you mean. Adventure. Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah. it's I'm just it's, saying, it's utilizing like, the Pokemon property, I think those have been the best of recent years. Yeah, it's you know, it's like Persona Ultimax or Persona Dancing All Night, like very yeah. different animal right. from yes. the core Persona. And uh, I feel like I I am just happy to see them trying different things uh, with yeah, Arceus. branching out of that that Pokemon formula. Yeah, just yeah. a little bit. Like it's still very much there, but they're trying different stuff with it, and. Uh, Testing I was not great at it. Bit. Yeah, I was not great at it. I'll tell you right now, I was not good. But were um, you still having fun? Is the question. Like, did you actually enjoy yourself while working on or while playing this game? I think so. Like, Why? look, you got to understand a lot. That's my answer to a lot of top tens. This goes back to like just my relationship with video games. I think changed over this year. It had been for a while, but this year it hit really hard. Um, this year was very interesting for me as well, because like, I liked a lot of games, but I didn't love a lot of games. I guess mm. that's the best I would describe it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, yeah. Anyway, go, go on. Um, I just want to see more of this. I like not, not specifically this, but just they're trying stuff. They're trying different things and that's great. I want to see you making those moves. Um, and uh, as we've discussed to death on this podcast, I'd like to see uh, the money and people and time put into like making these full on console, like experience, triple A experiences with this creative direction of trying mm-hmm. different stuff. Even if it's like revealing the new region and the new Pokemon is through the standard kid formula and then you do your more adult oriented approach or bigger budget approach. Yes. I do that outside of that. Um, uh, uh, Yes. Anything to make it so I can get Pokemon inching closer to what Persona is. Mm. Is basically what I would want. Because like, like whenever I play Persona, I'm like, oh, this is kind of what an adult Pokemon would be like. Mm. And, you know, this that's really awesome. I want more of that. Right. Right. So. All right. Well, cool. Yeah. Um, What's number number two? two? Number two is Stride, uh, which is a VR game that officially released this year. Um, I, I like how you have become our VR guy, Aaron, and I absolutely love it. It's, yes. it's so great. I, I need to become more of the VR guy. Uh, it's just that VR games are expensive, so you got to pick and choose. They are. Yeah, they are. Um, they are. yeah. so uh, this game just got like movement down right. It, it's, it's Mirror's Edge VR, as I've said a number of times before uh, on I this mean, podcast, no. and it's there's a there's a fantastic like goal oriented mode where you're running around on a on a map of rooftops and you're shooting guys and taking down drones and other things and then there's a kind of speed run mode where you're kind of like outrunning this wave of darkness coming to eliminate you and you're just it's kind of like cannibal but 3d and vr um and then uh 
there's apparently a multiplayer mode. I have not touched that, but you can do like a deathmatch mode within Stride. They just recently had a patch that adds full bodies um, and local. I don't know what that means, but uh, I guess with your friends. I don't know. Um, I didn't take a look at that because I'm honestly personally not interested in that aspect of the game. But um, especially after playing Half-Life Alex, which I think is uh, is a great game, but was clearly still very early on in figuring out movement um climbing ladders uh falling down things like that stride i feel like gets that right in a lot of ways um i, I see, just want yeah. who, they need to figure out how to not make me motion sick that's a that's a that's, that's a, yeah. a problem they're gonna be dealing with for a while let me tell yep. you i don't know what the fix to that is um because even as someone who's been trying to get more and more into vr like it, two to three hours is what i got and then I need to take a break. God, I, I wish I could get two to three hours. I got one, and I'm just like, unless it's Beat Saber. Beat Saber is the one where I can do about two or anything that's like stationary. But if yeah, you have something like Half Life Alex, in. yeah. It, it's just, I got one hour, and then I'm like, I got it off. Get it off. I did get that. <laughs> I did that stream of Resident Evil 4 VR, and it was like an hour and a half, and it's like, okay, switching down to sitting mode. Okay. Yep. Here's my water. All right. Um, uh, Stride's also a decent workout game. You gotta like squat to slide, and um, you're you're to run. You have to move your hands up like this, and okay, it's good. Okay. It's a it's a good good time. You got a little grappling hook to like Spider Man swing around, and uh there that's that's a fun game. I want to play more Stride. Um, I need to try it after this. Yes, you do. Yes, yes. Okay, you right, know. shot. It's a good time. All right, and and then your game of the year, my man. I feel. All right, let's now talk I'm really about excited. it. Now I'm really excited. I'm really excited. Oh God. Mixed feelings. Oh. But I know it's. But I know it's the right answer. Um, uh, is it the right answer for you? This is your personal list. Yeah. Again, it's it... Elden Ring, and you hate Elden Ring. I mean. <laughs> Video so, games were a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Elden Ring. <laughs> uh, this is the best year ever. Never mind. <laughs> I just I I put seventy hours into it, and, which I don't put a lot of time into a lot of video games, but it like. I think if you took all the time I spent on all of these games, I think it may match Elden Ring. My 10 through 2, amount of time I put in, mm-hmm. may match Elden Ring. It may fall short. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I found out playing Elden Ring that mm. Souls games are not you- for me. Uh, I, I, I bashed my head before you started. It's important for me to feel it, to know in my, when I when I play yeah. the game. It's like th- this is the reason why streaming video games works so well. Is that like, yeah, you can watch it, you can experience the story and all that, mm-hmm. but like, mm-hmm. you need to actually feel it in order to like really experience, you know, a Absolutely. video game. And so, right. yeah, okay, I see, I see your argument. Go on. Uh, yeah uh, just real quick like yeah played 70 hours got through uh radon and um i'm forgetting all the names margit and uh the other one that's in the early bits of bosses um played a decent chunk and yeah it was after radon was like i 
first, at first, I acknowledge that this is really cool, and then like on my twentieth revive, and going is like, all right, let's. Can we just uh, finish uh-huh. this? Can we be done? And then I finish it. It's like, thank God that's done. And then the game, like, it goes back into open world mode. It's like, ah, oh, fuck, I gotta play more, <laughs> which is a ridiculous <laughs> feeling to have. Um, and so, yeah, so I realized that those games are not for me. However, I kept coming back because this style of game in terms of like I jump in and there's no like quest markers there's no like lists of things for me to get there's there's a lot of mystery and there's a that's a double that's a two-sided coin of like I love this mystery I gotta go out into this world and figure out what the hell's going on and then once I've bashed my head against like every single corner of this map and I can't get anywhere it's like okay, am I really going to have to go and look up a guide on specifically which weapon to get to like make this easier so I can get to, so I can progress through the game, which takes away the mystery of it all. And then it's like, I don't know. Um, I mean, you could do what I've been doing, which is just grinding out mobs for stats to fucking finally beat bosses. I did that for a while, and after a while, I said, I hate this. This is not a fun way to play this yeah, game. No, no, once again, I it's like all of that part is the part where i was like oh aaron's gonna fucking hate this game yeah (laughs) yeah but there are so many aspects of this game outside of the gameplay every aspect of it i really enjoy and i want to see in more video games um Mm. i i want people to when people make open world games i would appreciate like an approach like this without the souls-esque uh, approach to difficulty. I know Souls fans are to argue against the, it's not that difficult, but like, come on. Um, uh, like my my whole thing with it is it's not that difficult on the curve of all video games, but compared to like if you've been playing every other game on your list, Aaron, yes, this yeah. game is going to be balls to the walls hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Um, so yeah i get it i i think it's just a really cool game um i'm never gonna finish it it looks neat it sounds great i like the music i like the world um and yeah but it really capped off for me of like what am i playing video games for what is what am i trying to get out of this not this not this um but not like yeah. this. Not like this. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, that's 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 my very complicated and weird top ten. Um, yeah, like I said, Elden Ring. It's funny that you talk about the open world stuff. Is like, because to me, that was the part of Elden Ring where I found this shit so frustrating, and I was just like, all right, cool. I'm gonna play more of this, but it's definitely no longer a priority. <laughs> uh, and I get that. I get that. Uh, and as someone who is bad at the game, the open world bits, like, okay, they tell you to go explore somewhere else to, because, like, if you're not passing it, you may not be in the right place. And then I go to all places. I'm like, I'm stuck everywhere. Everywhere I am stuck. I don't know. There, there was nowhere else for me to go. Yeah. Yeah, like, in my case, it was like, all right, so I'm stuck on these, but I don't know which ones I'm supposed to be stuck on and which one of these I'm supposed to just beat my face against god damn it this yeah. is annoying mm-hmm. uh, so. yeah yeah all right well cool uh so so far we have ghost of tsushima a crazy rhythm game and elden ring 
Yep. All right. Yeah, that checks out. Sure. Yeah. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. We're on. We're on to me. It's we're right. on to you. All right, um, number ten. Uh, so I actually have to open mine with an honorable mention. Okay. Oh. Uh, because it did not come out this year, um, and I put thirty hours into it, and I'm still playing it, and I'm loving every goddamn minute of it. And that's Cyberpunk 2077. Okay. Okay. Uh, I adore the world, the music, the characters, the humor. Uh, every time I'm playing it, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is totally American 50 years. Totally. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yep, this will happen. Yep. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, no doubt. Like, uh, it's gorgeous. Like, I'm maxing it out on my 3080, and it's just like, ever, like I'm taking screenshots all the time because of how good it looks. Uh, mm-hmm. I cannot stress to you how good Cyberpunk 2077 has gotten now that it is mostly fixed. Nice. Good. And, it is, and the glitches that are still there are mostly just funny haha glitches. Gotcha. Not annoying glitches. So, like game breaking glitches. Yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, on my actual top 10 list, though, mm-hmm. um, let me make sure that I have 10 here. Give me one sec. <laughs> okay. I, I need to make sure. I'm sorry. Useful. Otherwise, it's yeah. no longer going to be an honorable mention. <laughs> right. Okay, so I'm, I, I had one game too many. I apologize. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, number 10 is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. All right. Shit, they made a good one of these. Yes, they did. Uh, You know, Call of Duty comes out every year, and I play it every year, and it's really hit or miss. Um, Mm. You know, Black Ops Cold War was mediocre. Vanguard was just trash. Uh, And then, like, Modern Warfare 1 was amazing, and this is just as amazing, if not more so. Uh, I love the core gameplay. The maps are really fun. I can't wait to get into spec ops with you guys and raids with you guys to try the co-op stuff. Uh, Warzone is still the best battle royale in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, this just fucking kills it. Like they just nail what Call of Duty is all about, and it's probably the best one of these I've played since the Modern Warfare reboot, which came out three years ago. If not since Black Ops Two, which came out ten years ago. All right. So, uh, yeah. Nice. Uh, number uh, nine for me, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. Ah. Uh, I have been begging for years for them to just put out a sim Yu-Gi-Oh! game. Mm-hmm. Like a Yu-Gi-Oh! game that is like, hey, this is, uh, this is just the TCG, but in a free-to-play card game. Mm-hmm. And they did, and it's fucking awesome. Uh, like I played so much of this on my Xbox and my PC. Like I made my Blue Eyes deck and I got up to gold and I'm trying to weasel my way into platinum with it. And just it's a blast. And I'm like I love going in and tweaking. And the free to play aspects aren't as gross as they could be. Hmm. Like there's only one currency. There's a battle pass that you can buy with that currency. Um, the really annoying part, in all honesty, is just the, and I feel this is just a problem with TCGs in general, is just like, well, we're not selling a pack for the kind of deck you want to build right now, so just buy packs, disenchant all the crap that you don't need to craft the cards you need, but that takes forever, and, 
you yeah. know the game encourages you to spend money but like god damn it dude they, they did it they did it they made a goddamn Yu-Gi-Oh game that is just the tcg and it has online play and it's super good so good nice. job good uh number eight uh this is what i shared with aaron uh wind jammers 2 nice okay okay uh wind jammers is awesome just flat out yep. it is super fun uh it it has a lot of the stuff i like about fighting games but without the learning curve yeah right so yeah. i can actually sit down and have my friends like hey come on check out check out wind jammers wind jammers 2 you know, and they can play it and have a good time instead of just like, oh, hey, let's play Dragon Ball Fighters or Street Fighter, and I just smoke them. I mean, just beat the right. shit yeah. out of them the whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, exactly. So, yes, uh, fantastic game. Absolutely love it. Uh, I, I wish there were still more people playing it because nowadays getting a match is a. Yeah, exactly, right? Not easy process, to say the least. Ugh. But yeah, um, next up was a game that surprised the living shit out of me. Uh, like I played it because it was a new release for the podcast on Game Pass and I beat it in two days. OK, uh, as Dusk Falls. All right. Oh. It's, a good, it's a good game. That is a like it does the telltale thing, but it tells a really good story mm -hmm. that has a lot of stuff to say about society, to say the least. Um, and people and how they behave in certain situations. Um, it, it, yeah, I, it's it's one of those games that the entire time I was I was enthralled by the narrative and the gameplay is you know it's it's a telltale style game so mm -hmm. you, you know but you're getting yep. Um, next up is a game I still want to play with you folks co-op, uh, and that's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Nice. Uh, you know they put out a new ninja turtles game and it was awesome yep that's it the, the music is great the combat is super fun i mean it is the streets of rage the streets of rage for people so that makes sense um but yeah man uh i played that game so much uh my favorite turtle ended up being leonardo to play as nice um and yeah like they did just an amazing job with it like there there's you know if you liked those old games but you want a polished modern version of them mm -hmm. spot on uh, cool hell yeah um yeah so uh now we're now we're into the top five and these were the games that uh i enjoyed the most and impacted me the most and all of them are no surprise to anybody <laughs> uh number five is destiny 2 the witch queen no surprise. Uh, beating our face against me, Ray, and Yuko, beating our face against that game on Legendary is some of the most fucking goddamn fun I've had playing a game in forever. <laughs> nice. Uh, it, and the story was really great. Uh, the new exotics were a lot of fun. They cleaned up a lot of the in-game systems. My big complaint is... It's still very, and they're fixing this in the upcoming expansion, but it's still really hard to get other people into the game. Like that's the big issue with it is like yeah. if you if you want to get friends into Destiny or you're a lapsed Destiny player, this is gonna be fucking hell on earth. It's um, true. I tried but, I tried getting into it this year and was like, uh, uh, there's so much. 
but like man if you were initiated beforehand this is the best it's been since forsaken maybe taken king um, nice wow yeah and they, it's only gotten better throughout the year because they've really cleaned up pvp like they have a ranking ladder now but you're not just automatically match with people who are going to blow you out of the water most of the time. Um, it's just, they did a great job with it. Witch Queen is great. It's the best Destiny 2 itself has ever ever been. So, there you go. Nice. Um, okay. Uh, number four is another MMO, surprising no one, is uh, World of Warcraft Dragonflight. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm a little uh, surprised it's number one. I knew it was going to be in top five. Yeah, so Dragonflight is a very... It's not perfect. I think the story is very vanilla, which is fine after what they've been going through. Um, but I love all the side story stuff. Right. Like where you have to go help an ecologist rescue ducks. Mm-hmm. Or, like, or where, you, where you have to help gay centaurs get married. Sure. Like yeah, at, the, side, at, the side quests are really good. They're they're super good, and that made the leveling process and going for lore master process super fun. Uh, they totally stole dragon riding from Guild Wars, and and God. It, it's great. It's one of the best things they've ever added to the game. I now yeah. want them to st- like. I played Guild Wars, and I mess around with the mounts. Uh, I want them to steal all of the mounts from Guild Wars. <laughs> Every single one of them. <laughs> they need to steal the fucking jackal. They need to steal the roller beetle. They need to steal the dragon. They need the because dragon riding is basically the griffin from uh, mm-hmm. uh, Guild Wars. So they need to go steal all those motherfuckers. Every single one of them. Uh, nice. it, it, it makes traversal so much goddamn fun. It, it like getting around the dra- like literally. I will just fly around the dragon isles for fun. Nice. Like, I don't have anything to do. I'm just like literally just flying around looking for, you know, dirt piles to dig up. You know, like that's it. It's fun. Um, And the biggest change that they made to this game is the simple fact that you don't have a giant weekly chore list. Nice. Um, You know, because that's related to player power, at least, I Mm -hmm. should say. Because the big problem with Shadowlands and Battle for Azeroth and even Legion, but just to a lesser extent, was, oh, I have this massive list of things I need to do every week so I can stay up with the power grind. Because all that side stuff affected your power. You needed artifact power. You need to level your Azerite. You needed your legendaries. You need to do your Torghast runs. You need to do this long fucking laundry list of shitty chores that sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not the case anymore. Uh, the the and even the chores in this expansion are fun. Like doing the Tuscar soup thing is fun. Doing the fucking world bosses is fun. You know, like a lot of that stuff is very entertaining. Like I maxed out rep with the black dragons immediately so I could have a black dragon. Um and I had a good time doing it every like every week. I went in, I did those weeklies. They weren't they didn't take particularly long. And then I left and I did that for three weeks and oh shit, I can buy black dragon skins now. Yep. Hey. Super easy, super fun. Cool. Um 
you know, I know people who did the same thing because they wanted a blue dragon, and they went and they made a whole shit ton of soup for the walrus people. Nice. So they did that, you know, and the thing is, though, is none of it's mandatory to keep up with the core parts of the game, which are, like, if you're, like, Anthony and you just kind of want to log in and do Mythic Plus and play with the homies, all you have to worry about is gear. Just gearing. That's it. That's the whole shebang. That's the whole thing. That's the... That's what you're doing. Um, and they did. They did a did a great job with it. You know. What's the uh, uh, what, What's the easiest way to level alts? Do you think? Uh, I so that's a thing that you're gonna have to ask me later because I have only done my main. Really, I know mm-hmm. today I'm supposed to start getting working on my alt to help Stella with her main. So uh, I, I'm gonna be leveling a. You know, I'm going to be leveling my Frost Mage with her doing the story again. So my third character will be the run where I try their, like, open leveling path system they have. Right. Um, I honestly think if you're a tank or a healer, the answer is get a bunch of rested XP and then just farm dungeons. Dungeons. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All right. That's the honest answer. But, like, I love how alt-friendly it is. Like, like legit, I have, uh, you know, because... All your dragon riding stuff carries over to your alts. Guess what? I I have a maxed out dragon whenever I play on my alt. That's awesome. That's great. You know. Um. You know. I I think the new profession stuff is super great. Like they made professions relevant again. Yeah. You know. You know, like like if you're you know, because like you look at those crafting orders and you're just like, oh man, if you're a crafter, that's a, you can make bank because you can do like hundreds of those an hour. You know, or well, not hundreds because you have a weekly limit, but you get my meaning. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then on the other side of that, like if you're someone who really needs gear now and you have mats and you can afford mats, like fucking awesome. Just get your shit made. So it is the best World of Warcraft has been since legion maybe since mop uh and it's it's in a great place and they actually put out a content roadmap and they're adding this thing called the trading post where you will be able to just do weeklies to be able to buy stuff that's no longer in the game or buy stuff that's on the store like so the shit that's used to be you have to pay money for you can now grind out dailies and weeklies for Bro, oh, so good. Um, no, it, I I hope that this is not a Shadowlands scenario where in a couple of you know in a year I come back and well that was fucked, right? But it doesn't seem that way. They did a real good content roadmap. The launch content's really good. Like the worst thing I can say about Dragonflight is the story's kind of mid so far, and the launch was a little buggy. So, um. But there were uh, three games I liked more than it. So. Wow. All right. All right. Top three, folks. Let's Number go. three. Uh, in spite of all its technical issues, Bayonetta 3 is fucking incredible. Okay. That, that game, I understand. That game's Dang combat is the best in the business, and they added more to it. Cool. Hell yeah. Like, like, oh, man, now you can summon giant kaiju monsters to fight for you. 
Yeah. That shit is so hype. There are so many moments in that game that just drop my jaw to the floor <laughs> because of the crazy shit they were doing with summons. Nice. Uh, the right. combat, combat's still great. Uh, my main complaints are the sections where you play as Jean. I know they're not long, but they suck. They're bad. <laughs> they're not okay. fun. They're frustrating. They're bad. They're just bad. There's no way other way to describe it. And I like Viola as a character. She and I do. I once I figured out her combat, I enjoyed it a lot. But it's not as it's just not as in depth as Bayo's, and it feels lacking when you compare the two. Okay. But uh, I could not get over how many set pieces in this game and how much of the combat I was enjoying as Bayonetta. Nice. So. Uh, and then I also noticed that the game becomes a lot more linear in the second half and those technical issues really start to go away. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Um, or you can just play it on an emulator and not have any of these problems. So, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's an option, too. I played it on the switch. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, my number two is uh, Lost Ark. Oh. Wow. I. That game looks so cool, but I like it. I couldn't do it. Oh, I loved it. I, I I loved it. I I it it had all the best parts of almost every MMO to me. Uh, the combat was super fun. Uh, professions were somewhat interesting. The world was so fucking weird and cool. Uh, they actually made me like side content a lot. Like, there's literally a side content, which is to go to a, a vacation rave island. Yeah. You know, okay. and, like, there's, like, this battle for Helm's Deep section in the fucking story, and there's a pirate yeah, island, and a gladiator island, and a fucking, like, I I mean, let's put it this way. I pay, played 250 hours of that game in a month. Yep. You know. Now, yep. part of I, I will say part of that is because I also had a lot of free time and met my now girlfriend through Lost Ark. But uh, yeah, like that game. Let's put it this way. Like Stella and I were talking the other day. We're like, all right, look, we are not that far away from tier three where the gear grind doesn't matter as much anymore. We just need to commit and go back. Oh, <laughs> boy. Oh, boy. Um, and that's the reason why it's number two. It would have been number one if it weren't for the fact that getting from getting into raid gear is super easy. Getting from tier one to tier two is kind of hard, but getting from tier two to tier three, especially at the end, feels like so goddamn punishing and like it's trying to force you to buy the upgrade currency with cash. Ugh. That's the whole reason. That's the whole problem with the game. Everything else, the alts are great. Making an alt super easy, super easy to get caught up. A lot of fun. Uh, game is wildly, the you know, like just the world, the characters, the fucking style. You know, they're doing a 96 player PvP mode in March. Jesus. They, they keep adding new classes and new raids and the raids and chaos dungeons were super fun and they were like challenging, but it never felt cheap challenging. It felt like, oh, I suck at this. I need to be better challenging. Okay. I know. Um, 
but the currency grind and then like the rng behind the gear quality and like getting your build right also can technically be a money sink and those two things feel like they are really gross and forcing you into that financially almost gotcha um but like man i was willing to overlook that for a very fucking long time and so there you go cool yeah that that was a big moment for us for that one month yeah that 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 one month where i just i was going so ham on that shit um yeah it was something and i might be going back so it's right yeah all right uh, and the number one uh this should be no surprise it's god of war ragnarok hey uh funnily enough aaron and i the two channel leads also picked the two games that were the The big front runners runners. for the whole fucking year um it's probably the most fun i've had in a combat system this year it is like everything feels weighty and brutal and just super just visceral but there's like and it's simple but there's a lot of depth so like that's that's part of why i really liked it as far as the combat's concerned the story is fantastic uh there's only one part there there are two actually no two parts in the story that feel like lulls and drag on a little bit it's where you play as the second character that's Mm. all i'm gonna say uh, in regards to that, uh, but the ending is spectacular. The side quest narratives are as good as the main quest narratives a lot of the time. Uh, music is good. I had the soundtrack playing in the background forever. It's honestly the best looking game of the fucking year in my mind. Um, I can't say enough good things about this fucking game. Um, like it, it's it's incredible. It, it's it, it made me want to replay the series. Sure. Like, it, it, yeah, like I cannot stress how much I enjoyed God of War Ragnarok. Um, I put 40 hours into it. And I'm sitting here going like, yeah, I can go back and 100% it. I can go track down the rest of those side quests and other stuff because of how much just goddamn fun I was having. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, and like I said, the only bad thing I have to say is there are two parts in the story that just feel like they fucking drag. Okay. Um, but even they were important for characterization stuff and the end of one of them was legitimately really fucking cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like it, it's uh, this is the the perfect example of like yeah, Sony first party fucks up a lot. Like a lot. And they can be really annoying. But when Sony first party nails it, they fucking nail it. Right. Um, and you know, not many devs out there are making single player games with no microtransactions or weird bullshit. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those. And I, uh, and yeah, just, and, and I'm a sucker for a narrative based action adventure game. And they once again, just completely nail it. Uh, I, yeah, it, it's, it's the game that like outside of lost Ark and now cyberpunk it is the the game that this year that i kept being excited to wanting to go back to mm-hmm. like every other game it's like other every other game besides those two 
I was like, yeah, I can take a break. I'd rather go hang out with my girlfriend or I got homework to work on or whatever the fuck. But like those, these were the two that like, no, fuck dude. No, I want to play more of that. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what signifies a good game to me in a lot of ways. And that is yeah. why it's my game of the year. So awesome. Yeah. Great. Pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Um, well, there it is. Yeah. You know. So can, can we read off the number one, or I'll go ahead and read off the number ones. I got them here. Yeah, go, yeah. Emily's number one of 2022, <laughs> Ghost of Sushi, Ghost of Tsushima. I know how to say this. Um, yeah, you good? Uh, Jesse's <laughs> number one is Sound Voltex Exceed Gear. Um, my number one is Elden Ring. Uh, <laughs> and Bronze's number one is God of War Ragnarok. That's a that's a weird good list. It's a weird is, list, yeah, but it's all good. It's a weird list. Mm. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to this year. There's a lot of good shit coming out. Oh yeah, you think? Shit. Yeah, dude. Like uh, Zelda, I was talking Starfall. I, I was talking. I was talking yeah, mm. I was talking 16. with Stella. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was talking with Stella about this. Like May and June is gonna decimate my wallet. Yep. Because uh, we're, yeah. we're supposed to get Suicide Squad, Zelda, Street Fighter, Final Fantasy, and then one other game I'm forgetting. Is Diablo? In... Is that when Diablo 4? Diablo! Diablo's in June. Uh, yeah. yeah. We're also getting The Wolf Among Us 2. Uh, and just, just that year, we're getting Wolf Among Us 2. We're getting Redfall, Starfield, Exo Primal, Spider Man 2 at some point, Alan uh, Wake 2, an Avatar game. Okay. Uh, and the Avatar is the. Blue the, people the movie blue series, ones. not the yep. yeah. Yeah, uh, Jedi Survivor, Wild Hearts, which is EA's take on Monster Hunter. Like, there's there's a lot, lot coming. Resident Evil Four remake. Uh, I'm getting know, the impression like, we will be reviewing all of these releases next week. Uh, yes, Sea yeah. of Stars. Uh, you know, like a Hogwarts Island Legacy. Two is actually coming out. I'll believe it when I see it on that one. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hogwarts Legacy in February. Yeah, dude. Just oh my god. And like like I said, I, I'm not confident in Sea of Stars making it out, but I'm hoping. Yeah. Uh, yeah. so like there's there's a lot of good shit coming. Mm. Like it's it's twenty twenty three. The next gen cometh. Yeah. You know? And yep. and like this is also the point where we're either getting different, entirely different versions for next gen. Or no last gen version at all. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so like Jedi Survivors, next gen only. Hogwarts Legacy's version is completely different. Suicide Skills Adjusted League, next gen only. Final Fantasy, next gen only. Like, we're, we're, we're here, people. We made it. <laughs> we made it. Fucking Lord. Oh, Lordy. So, uh, yeah, man. It's, uh,. Uh, you know 2022 was something else we got through it we did it we made it thank the fu- thank fucking god summer right. of 2022 Shit. that was something else i'm glad we got through it well, <laughs> put that well, on 2022's tombstone <laughs> we did it we got through it. <laughs> this, is, this is something else mm-hmm. oh, oh well god looking forward to another year another fun year of podcasting let's go and chaos 
Yeah. Yes, indeed. <laughs> oh my goodness, Cartmail oh is raiding. Cartmail is here. What's going on? Thanks for the raid. Thanks, dude. Uh, I guess we should review all our number one game of the years. For we can do that. The people. We can do that. Thank cart, you all cart, for coming cart, in. Cart, cart, cart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Long time. Yeah, we've oh. been. Oh, yeah. Raid! <laughs> Carlos playing Stray. I beat Stray earlier in the year. Or, or, or middle. Actually, I beat it like a week before it came out. <laughs> so that's cool, man. I hope you enjoyed it. it I thought it was all right. I, I liked it, but I didn't love it. Raid! <laughs> uh, we, I, did, we were just finishing up our uh, best of 2022 stream. Uh, yes. we, we each had a list of 10. And uh, you, you want to show those for the people, Aaron? Let's go. Uh, this is Emily's top ten that she played in 2022. Yes, uh, Emily. Emily is the the person who does not stay on top of the new hotness all the time, but does play a lot of video games. Yeah. So we uh, we had to kind of make a custom rule set for her. Would we say her top 2022 game is Disney Dreamlight Valley? Yes. There you go. No, my number one for 2022 was Ghost. Well, no, I mean, I'm saying for 2022 out. releases. Yeah. No, for 2022 oh. releases, yes, it would be Dreamland Valley because I yeah. was playing uh, loving shit out of that game. <laughs> comments in the chat. We haven't strayed too far from the path. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Oh, fuck you. And then Ghost of Tsushima, uh -huh. awesome game. Yes, Thank Ghost of Tsushima is you. fantastic. It's super yep. good. Uh, now we got uh, Aaron's list. Or no, we got Jesse's list here. Oh, Jesse's list. Sorry, my bad. Yep. Uh, which uh, yeah. number one sound Voltex exceed gear has anyone weird, weird list part of this Nobody's party heard, heard this uh, you sure <laughs> no, all right this, this list is wild you never this know is a wild you, list you want niche content you can come here <laughs> yeah exactly go go follow HR Ninja get some good um, rhythm content yeah the best Ubisoft open world clone game yes I agree with oh, that oh yeah yeah uh, all right. Metal Gear, no, nope. I wish, but no, it is a oh, weeby God. rhythm game. So if you're into weeby rhythm games, yep. If you're into weeby content, out. this is the channel for you, baby. Right? Yes. <laughs> Let me tell you. Uh, all right, then we're on to Aaron's list. Which my mine is Elden Ring at the top. It's complicated. <laughs> Like I can't really sum it up right now. Relationship status, Elden Ring. It's, it's complicated. complicated. <laughs> no, Elden Ring is it's complicated with Aaron Reynolds. There you go. Yes. Oh, yes. Darling. Um, I think it's a good game. <laughs> what I like most about your list is it's outside of Pokemon and Elden Ring. It's super indie. Like, yeah. I mean, I a lot of indie content. You love there. those indie games, and that's that's where the cool stuff that I liked was. You know. Yep. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's a lot of good indie games out there there are i got a bunch on my list for the coming year uh elden ring yeah that's a game that'll be remembered forever yeah absolutely yep 100 yep. percent um okay yeah and uh I, yeah tunic I, what's, yep yeah tunic tunic was awesome last year it, it wasn't for me but it was a cool game yeah and then we have my list uh, only three MMOs this year, everyone. I'm sorry. Only three. Sorry. Oh yeah. Only three. <laughs> God. Oh uh, lordy. Uh, yeah. God of War Ragnarok was just something special, man. And uh, had Cyber 2077 actually came out this year, like it should have, instead of coming out early. Right. It probably would have been in the top five. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Yeah. So, but. Uh. 
yeah that that was they, they did a great job with pretty much everything on here uh and especially god of war right so yeah uh shredder's revenge also a great so yeah that game kind of came out of nowhere and i loved it uh i absolutely loved every minute of it um so yeah um, I am glad uh, you love Bayonetta 3 because it got mixed. Re- yeah, I understand why it did. I think the technical problems and the stuff with the side characters can re- probably disappoint a lot of people. And yes. I, But those were both things that when I got into the sections as Bayonetta and got going with them, I was having a great time. And then it certainly helps that the second half of the game doesn't have nearly as bad of technical issues. So, right. Yep. Well, so yeah, that's, that was our stream. Uh, yep. Talking about our games of the year for 2022. Thank y'all for raiding and stopping by. We we yeah, love seeing you. Yeah. If you're not if you're not doing it yet, you should give us a follow. It'd be appreciated. And anyone over uh, here who's not following Cartbale, you better get on that. What are you doing? Yeah, he's <laughs> he's a homie. He's he's a real one. Yeah. Uh, great games on these lists. I can't think of other games that can be included here besides Tunic. Oh, heart you too, Cartbale. <laughs> yeah. I think I was someone who played Tunic and I wasn't super big on it personally and these are kind of personal lists so was, I played it for know. a bit and yeah it just wasn't my kind of game unfortunately it looked cool it looks like a cool cool game yeah um, chance I, to give it a shot but I wish I had it made it to my list of games that I wish I had tried I, I, got, I got two of those on mine because I track my whole year and that's Sifu and 13 Sentinels Right, Thirteen uh-huh. Sentinels is so good. Um, I got what do I have? I have Tunic, uh, Midnight Suns, Tactics of oh. Reborn. Um, yeah, I I had, well, the that uh, AI Somnium Files game. I can tell you the worst game I played this year. Uh huh. Diablo Immortal. <laughs> ah. yeah. Followed by Naraka Blade Point. <laughs> oh. Okay, fair enough. Uh, oh, yeah, damn. Xenoblade 3 did not get around to, but I heard really good things about it. Uh, yeah, I didn't particularly care for the first one's combat, so I kind of ended up skipping it. Uh, yeah. One day Blizzard will make awesome... Uh, well, Dragonflight was great, or it is great so far, at least. Dragonflight's well, on this well, list, and we got Diablo 4 coming. Hopefully yep. Diablo 4 is good. I'm, I'm going to buy it, but I'm very, very, very tentative about mm. it. It it is very much a game that I'm just like uh, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, I think that's a show though. I d- I, I think that w- yeah. Uh, so next week we'll be talking about our most anticipated games. Yep. Uh, um, you know we're gonna be talking about our fantasy critic and whatever the news is, guys. Yep, absolutely. So, oh, Destiny uh, Two. Here's a game. It's a great game, but I think he's referring to Diablo 2. Oh, remastered. Diablo 2. Oh, well. Yep. Either one. Yep. Either one's a good game. Both yep, yep. good. Yep. All right. Oh, Signalis. I've heard of it. Yep. Signalis. Yeah. I've, I've heard great things about it. Um, uh, Ethan Ethan in the Discord is was like really hyped up about that game. Yeah, I remember hearing him talk about that. Uh, I know that the indie games I'm excited for currently that I haven't gotten around to are River City Girls 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Severed Steel, uh, Neon White, and then as ones that are coming out, uh, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk mm-hmm. and Sea of Stars. And mm-hmm. then this is one my girlfriend kind of pointed me towards, uh, which was Escape Simulator. 
which it's an basically you just do escape rooms but in a video game oh yeah sure oh. yes yes i played a little bit of that yeah yeah it's yeah. a fun game yeah okay all right uh so yeah oh, and oh i'm Pentiment also playing an indie out. game right now called the night witch which if you're into twin stick shooters and uh deck building games this is probably for you wow all right um let's what see a oh, combination uh, Oh, Pentiment. Yeah, that game was really good. Uh, as someone who likes reading, that seems like a game for me. I just didn't get to it. Yeah, um, the, regardless of everything that we've said uh, on this podcast, uh, there were a lot of games that came out uh, this uh, year. Some some did not interest me personally, but like there were a lot of games. Like you, If you're bored yes. and you're looking for a video game, they're, they're out there. There's you, one you gotta for look. you. Yes. Now is the time. Yeah, well, like you know, like like my girlfriend and I right now are going through new tales from the Borderlands, um, chipping away at Cyberpunk. Uh, you know, I got Crisis Core Reunion for Christmas. Yep. yep. So there's stuff to play. Yep. All right, have a good one, Cart. Uh, yeah. So thanks for coming. Uh, we'll be back next week at 10:30 a.m. ish Pacific Standard Time. Yep. Uh, Feel free to join the Discord. That's where we update y'all on what we're doing. Yes. Speaking of, did, I went to work on the link. Did it actually work this time? Uh, nope. Still nope. broken. Cool. It's, a, it's, a, it's a link on our Twitch page. Twitch.tv yep. oh, slash supergamecraft. Scroll, scroll down a little bit. You can see the Discord button down there. Oh, yep. Hold on, hold yep. on, hold on, hold on. There we go. Join, join that. There you go. Sure. Oh, oh. That, that works. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, thank you, guys. Uh, we're looking forward to another year. Uh, we'll talk to you later. All Bye. right. Later, guys. Love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Super Gamecast 2. Hey, we stream every recording of these episodes live on Twitch. So if you want to join us, you can find us at twitch.tv slash supergamecraft. If you want to see the video version of this episode, be sure to search Super Gamecraft on YouTube to find our channel, where we post the full stream every week. We also stream video games on Twitch. I know, weird. A schedule can be found on our pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Finally, the best place to stay informed and in touch with us is on our Discord. To get there, head to our Twitch page and click the Discord link in our About section. Special thanks to that headband guy for his cover of Ken's theme from Street Fighter 2, and to Overclocked Remix for their collection of video game covers that we use for our streams, videos, and podcasts. That's all for us. We love you, thank you, and we'll catch you later.